Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, y'all. Christian here. Um, Yes, I just wanted to let you know that the sound for the podcast is a little bit wonky. Uh, Chef couldn't get the setup to sound correctly while they were recording it, the in-person setup, so it's going to sound wonky. It gets a little bit better a couple of minutes into the podcast, but yeah, it's just, it is what it is. We, we run it through a lot of software to try to clean it up, and this is the best we, we did, we got. So yeah, that's I just wanted to let you know. Uh, if you had a problem with that, do that, Jeff. Make fun of his setup. <laughs> this is supposed to be a professional. So, <laughs> thank you for listening and have fun. Bye bye. It's the internet. You're busy. Let's do this. Welcome to the Game Mess Decides podcast. A podcast where we make all the decisions so you never have to think for yourself. I can't really see my rundown, but whatever. <laughs> it's the Game of the Year episode. <laughs> I could do this in my sleep. Well, I write it down so I don't have to remember it. Because <laughs> I'm not going to remember it. Uh, he's Mike. Mike, say hello to everybody. I'm good. The, the face still says I'm your host, Mike Minotti, from when I edited it once. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I do know my own name, and I've been replacing <laughs> that as I go on the fly. Incredible. So, Hi, I'm Mike Minotti. Uh, and uh, we, we were going to do this together, but... It's fine. We're here. We're here to talk about the major rocket light developments in person. Yep. It's happening. This is like he won't shut up about it. He's not shutting up about it, even though the show's going. I don't know. Uh, was that a good better what, Sean? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone else ruined it. It was great in my head. Oh no, right now they're upset that it's not centered enough. <laughs> well, that's because the, the the list is gonna go over there. Yeah, the list, and we have the fun Sega wall. Yeah, we have a Sega wall. The list is gonna go over there, so we're gonna just keep it like this. I'm not gonna go over there and move that camera. We're not gonna mess with things. Um, Mike, today's episode: Game of Game of the Year, uh, Prince of Persia, your Rocket Knight adventure news. Uh, today, but first, how you doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Drove up here. It's uh, you know, it's 90 minutes, which is like verging on being kind of long, but it's a very easy drive. I'm on one road for a while, so not too bad. Although I'm going to be gone all weekend. Also, I have a wedding in Pittsburgh, and then Games Done Quick is in Pittsburgh, so I'm going to stay Sunday and look at that too for a while. So. I'm not going to be home very much this weekend, which is always a little bit of a bummer. But I am still uh, looking forward to 
but it is going to be nice. I feel bad because I see so many things I need to do at home. Mm-hmm. Take the tree down, got to clean. I got a sink full of dishes that I just, I don't know why I don't clean them because I just walk by it and feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a piece of shit. Then I uh-huh. keep walking, but just do it. But you know, I'm, uh, I'm busy. I was glad you came over and gave me the excuse I needed to do all my cleaning. Yeah, so. that's, that's, it helps to have people over. Yeah, the external threat is like, yeah. what I need. yes. Absolutely. I need to be like, well, now I feel shame. Yes. <laughs> on top of like <laughs> right. those other negative feelings. Right. It's, and the, the shame is really the best motivator I've found. That's how I do my parenting, of course. Um, yeah, but it, it was nice to actually get the house cleaned up and everything. So I've been meaning to get this. This, like whole area like better for a while so it was a good excuse uh but those yeah the dishes are really a pain in the ass uh those actually are still up in the sink upstairs um yeah but it, the drive was nice you got over here no problem you just got, got off work and had to ride over yeah yep, that was pretty much it i was listening to the dump truck a bit finishing some things and yeah just just came right on down then we'll go right home after this so real quick in and out yep uh, cool that's how he does it, everybody. Um, Grev. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, it's, it's a special episode. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we kind of, we planned to do this last week. We had some scheduling conflicts, not feeling too great with the kids were sick. It was all kinds of stuff. But we're going to do our game of the year this episode. We are going to do a little bit of upfront stuff because there's we, we want to talk about Prince of Persia. You want to talk about Rocket Rock Night Adventures. We'll get into all of that here in a little bit. Uh, we'll do. I'll do a shorter version of the normal credits. Mostly just thanks to everyone on Patreon who supports us. Yeah, uh, it's been great. It was a great 2023 because y'all. Um, it, the, the the Patreon continues to grow. The support continues to grow. And if you support us anywhere else, thank you as well. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash game mess to continue to support us. It means a ton. Uh, and, and we're going to keep doing as much as we can, uh, fitting as much as we can, doing special stuff like this every once in a while. Uh, it's Yeah, it's been really worth it. You guys all make it, make it worth it. So thank you so much. Um, all right, Mike, uh, you just want to hop into it? Let's do it, baby. All right. Uh, so the big topics of the week that I have written down here uh, start with the PSV, PS5 V2 DualSense. There is a new controller that leaked. Um, basically the same thing, but the better battery life. Do you care? I mean, I guess I care a little bit. I have a lot of dual senses already. For oh, I know why because they sent me the slim and that came with one. When they sure. sent me my first PS5, that has two, and I have an Edge. So my my gamer privilege here is a little off the charts. So I don't really need any more dual senses. But hey, that battery life is bad in this thing. So if you can improve it, sure. I mean, is there anything else about it? Not that we know of. Uh, it, it, there's a potentially like some changes that we can't tell from the listing. Um, but we'd have to get our hands on it. As it stands, the big thing that they're making a, a deal out of is 12 hours versus the six or seven you get from the DualSense now. I mean, it's a lot more. That's Some would say almost twice as much more. Some would. Maybe almost exactly that. Mathematicians are still not quite sure, but yeah. Um, I, I'll be excited mostly because I bought a second DualSense. I bought one of those hot pink ones, and I like it a lot. But... The battery came dead, and I never came dead. Yes, I was. It was. I got busy. I bought it, and it was going to be. It was a Christmas gift for for Emmy, and she does use it. That's a, that's hers. But I gave it to her like three months after I bought it, and I was like, um, I just don't want to go through the hassle, and I just kind of let let it sit there and forgot. I'm like, I'll just replace the battery myself, and I still plan to do that. But I kind of want to just get a new one as well that's going to have a good battery from the start. So it'll be this one of these V2s. And hopefully they what they do is they just like the V2s replace all of the current ones 
And so I can get like that hot pink one with a better battery and stuff going forward. And this is just kind of come out of nowhere. It, can't, it seems like it's too early to coincide with the PlayStation 5 Pro or anything yeah. else. It, it'll probably be bundled in with the Pro by the, by the time by you the get time it. happens, yeah. Right. But this does seem like this isn't happening in between the Slim and the Pro. So, uh, yeah. So it's, 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 I'm glad they're doing it. This sure. is something that's happened before. Like Xbox has done this a bunch of times where they have a major revision. Or even sometimes it's like, oh, here's an extra button. It's a little bit more comfortable, things like that. We'll see if there are any other changes with the V2 once it comes out. Uh, if if this thing gets confirmed, it will probably be at a state of play here in the next couple of weeks. I would right, think. yeah. That's actually that's probably the most exciting thing about this is yeah. right. We all know a state of play is coming. Um, I think we're all excited for uh, the Xbox thing that's going to be next week, uh, and we know what games are going to be there. And PlayStation's even a bit more of a mystery. They, you know, they obviously have a couple things early on, uh, like Hell Divers Two and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, but like. Most people really want to know about PlayStation Studios games, especially beyond that kind of first quarter, first third of the year. Yep. So, and we've been yep, we've been waiting a long time. Seems like it's uh, gonna happen here. I mean, I suppose they, the state of play could happen. They don't mention this controller. It just seems like why not? Sure. Right. Why wouldn't you? Um, Discord layoffs. Uh, you, you're you actually told me about this t- today. I'm like, well, oh my god, they're laying. I just like, oh, Twitch layoffs in my head. I'm like, yeah, we talked about that. No, Discord layoffs happened as well. Everyone's laying people off. This is like another, what was it, like 180 people? Like 17% or yes. something. It's uh, yeah, hundreds of jobs after Twitch already. Um, I mean... And after it, Unity. After, like, like what, what is it really, Jeff? Is it... what What's happening first here? Is there actual market conditions this is happening? Or has it become a trend at some point? It's like, well, Twitch did it. We yeah. should do it too. How does it work? That's definitely a big part of it. Is uh, yes. So it, it's all of the above. I mean, obviously, uh, capital's expensive. People can't borrow money to pay their employees. Um, and but yeah, uh, there is a sense that if you if there's any uncertainty about the future, cut now while everyone else is cutting, so you don't look like you're standing out. Everyone's cutting, so you cut. As, they're cutting. Okay, well, yeah, that's what everyone's doing. If you were to like get like a, a year from now, and and things are looking great, and everyone is like, oh, oh we're past the uh, laying people off stage, and then you had to make cuts, you, you would look way worse. Um, it's just shitty that we're because this is not how it used to work. Like a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, it was not like, well, we need to cut jobs to help our bottom line. That's that was just not something that occurred to companies almost at all. It was very very rare. Now, in the last like 30 years, since about the 80s, this is something where it's like, no, this is a lever we pull when we need to make sure that our our and, you know income and our output are kind of matching one another in a way that makes more sense, that we pull the layoffs lever. And so that it, because we live in the kind of the sick version of capitalism now, uh, this is something that's happening more frequently and it can become contagious. And that's definitely what we're seeing. Um, it's I, I, I do still wonder, it's like, man, why is it like, First couple of weeks of the year, I suppose it's like maybe they're like, oh, we're not going to do it before Christmas. But so many of these companies did do it. Before. Some people did. That yeah. did not stop everybody. Right. Uh, the other thing, we are going to get to the end of the fiscal year for a lot of these companies, which is going to be the yeah. end of March. So they're like, let's just do it now. And that will that will set us up for our conference call with investors later on. And we could tell them all the bright news to, to uh, distract from that and say we are using this as a jumping off platform to make you a ton more money. Um, it's yeah, it, it continues to suck. I I. I hope that we get past it relatively soon. The market overall looks very healthy. Like all this stuff looks pretty good. But then you go like, you know, you want to listen to people at like Unity, for example. They don't feel too good about the future no. of Unity. Things like that. No. I, Discord, though, you know, that's a tough one because they tried a bunch of stuff to make more money. What Discord, that's what's upsetting about Discord and Twitch is that 
they seem very important to just the way that the way that our gaming lifestyles are right mm-hmm. discord and twitch are kind of essentials uh so you think that programs or services that are essential to some people like that would be inherently profitable and they aren't we know twitch has struggled being profitable for a long time so it's kind of this greatest question well what do you do and uh what there isn't an answer oh no yep exactly we could be in a situation where like that these companies have not found a way to make a, a, a lot of money and there just is no answer that they were fine in the infinite growth stage and now they got to make profit and they never really figured that out. That was something they always kicked the can down the road, especially Discord, where it's like, yeah, I guess how does that company make money? I, I, I subscribe to Nitro. I bet I'm not in a very high percentile or I bet that's a small percentile of people that actually subscribe right. to Nitro. Yeah, I mean, like like Twitch, like you know, I'm streaming on there, so I'm making money, but I'm also subscribing to other people's uh, accounts and, you know, all these other things. I'm putting, you know, I have Prime. So uh, enough people, I, again, I was like, I want to be, well, they must be making money, but we also know very expensive to run those servers. Incredibly, incredibly expensive, and tons of people are using them. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of these things where I can't do much but sit here and hope it gets figured out because we need a Twitch. Yep. We need a Discord. At least things like them. Uh, and there's no real replacements. I know there's some other streaming services, but they aren't on the scale of a Twitch and they aren't going to be anytime soon. Yep. Uh, we will probably still hear more layoffs before we get past this. So this yep. is probably not the end of it. No. It's going to be um, a, a lot of kind of um, the, these companies using this moment to get away with what they can get away with. Uh, yeah. All right. No, up next, uh, I wrote down here Rocket Knight Adventures, I guess. No, nice pivot. Uh, <laughs> possible pivot. That's We'll brighten things up, everybody. Gosh, limited run games. First, they announced. It's funny because I think the last podcast we did, there was a question about what uh, what public domain character would you want to make a game out of? And I said Felix the Cat. Yeah. <laughs> well, they also announced the Felix the Cat collection, which I guess I have to buy. MVG worked on both of these, by the way. Oh, yeah, because it's using that engine. Yep. Right. Um, but i got to talk to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but the big one. I think one time we did talk to him. Uh, we had him on one of our things. Maybe it was Jeopardy. And and we, we were like begging him to like port something. I, I think you might have said Rocket Knight Adventures. <laughs> did I do that? You might have said Rocket Knight Adventures. I'm like, there's it was either that or one other thing. I can't remember what the one other thing is. But I'm like, I was like thinking earlier today. I'm like, I think Mike might have said this to him. Let's just say that I did this. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Rocket Knight Adventures, um, the three 16-bit era games. Rocket Knight Adventures for Genesis, Rocket Knight Adventures 2, Sparkster for the Genesis, and then Sparkster, that's a separate game from the <laughs> Super Nintendo. Those three games in one collection called Resparked, going to have some modern conveniences like Rewind and like a, a boss rush mode, yep. um, things like that. That's cool. Very excited. Just that those I've games. Never, I've never really played these. I've like booted them up on emulators every once in a I while. Mean, so uh, Sparkster, Rocket Knight Adventure 2, those are very good. Rocket Knight Adventures, the first one, Genesis, is an all-time great 16-bit game. Uh, everyone can laugh at me for liking this kind of slightly more obscure series a little <laughs> bit. Rocket Knight Adventure is fantastic. I mean, it's Konami at the time where Konami did not really make bad games. Right. Uh, their 16-bit output was incredible really good yep i mean one of the couple of publishers holding up that entire generation absolutely yeah 100 and this game is just this really it's kind of cute and fun it's like a bit of a mascot platform but like the mascot isn't hideous the platform is really good and you have this rocket pack kind of mechanic to it what, what kind of animal is, is Sparkster? Is it possum or something like yeah, that? He's not awesome possum no yeah Nick, nikki i think is like what was this possum when we were talking about earlier i'm like Oh, yeah, is this a possum? I guess it, the, 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 that thing looks like a possum, I guess. Yeah. 
So, you know, I, I kept waiting for these to come on NSO and that wasn't happening. So, hey, I'll take this. I'll pay for it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Just give me Rocket Knight on modern platforms. Uh, there was a GBA game. I don't know. Was there uh, an XBLA game? I mean XBLA. Okay, yes. Um, so that was the last time we got it. I like that game. It's a little short and a little easy, but it was still very good. But I'll, t- I'll still take the original over anything. Sure. Super fun. Very good soundtrack also. God, I love Rocket Knight Adventures. This came out of nowhere for me. I am very excited. Uh, it's limited run, so there's going to be like three tiers of like collector's editions or box copies you can buy. Even the normal though, it has like this reversible cover that makes it look right. like the original. Um, ooh, like the, the the very special edition I want has like one of those like not like fake cartridge cases that has like the re- cartridge replicas of all three games. Oh baby, I cannot wait. Uh, and you you're gonna go for? I mean, oh, this, this is your thing. Why wouldn't you go? Oh, for Oh yeah, it? top tier. Right. Like I can't imagine anything else that reasonably that limited run would do that I would be this excited about. Right. Like the last time I really got the expensive limited run thing was when they did a monkey Island thing. Right. right. So it's gotta be like that tier for me. Sure. For them. Well, I'm excited for you and Hey, I'll check these games out They're They are really, you're going to like rock. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. It's like, it, it, it's kind of a bit like, um, do you like Contra hardcore? I do. Yeah. It's like that where it's, vi- it's very boss heavy. Ooh, okay. It's like you're kind of moving from boss to boss of a little bit stuff in between or like Gunstar Heroes, right? Almost that kind of like a, a vibe to it. Super fun. No. <laughs> but I guess it's because Rebecca Stone is also playing. This <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. This is it's time. Yeah, She's going to learn to like it. Uh, yes. Uh, Gunstar Heroes is speaking my language. So, uh, hey, let's do it. It's good. Uh, all right. And then the last story I got here, Golden Sun and Golden Sun, the Lost Age are coming to Nintendo Switch for Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion pack members on uh, January 17th. So in about six days, like a little less than a week. Thinking about things we we're just talking about yeah. in less than 10 dogs. Someone said, what games do you want? And I saw this year. And you said Golden I Sun. Saw, I'm like, they already announced it. They should just put that out. I hope that's the next thing. Here we are. It's the next thing. Very happy that this is happening. I just, you know, I can play these games whenever. People always point that out. It's true. I, I just like the idea. It's like when a movie's on television. Yeah. That's serendipitous. Serendipitous of like, oh, everyone's playing it right now. Or, yeah. or other people could just be sitting down and watching this alongside me in some way. It's like, I just want to hear people are playing this game. I, I, I love that. I just like playing things on my Switch. I really do. Yeah. There is something like special about the game coming to NSO. Makes me feel good. Like, you know, like I've been wanting to play metroid zero mission for a while right and i'm basically like i'm not doing that till it gets added to nso i know it's going to be so i'm just gonna wait for that um and golden sun is fun because i like jrpgs i played a little bit of this back in the day i mostly it stood out for me because of that weird camera panning thing it did in the boss fights that looked really cool um but yeah i want to give this a shot see like how far i, I do want to get into it i think it's going to be a lot of fun um gosh i i hope we uh i hope this is a, i like that they're doing both of them right away together and it's not like we're announcing that one's coming this month and the next one's next month no just both of them good um yeah um, exactly the, 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 they've been doing this a little bit more often this one's like well both these golden sun games at once makes some certain amount of sense i hope they continue the thing of hey here's two games a month for these uh expansion pass platforms um n64 got three games at once right uh yeah so yeah i, I hope this just continues uh we are getting to a point where even game boy advance now i don't think has Many, if any, games announced that have not come out. Was Golden Sun the last one? or I, is it- I forget they, and I think they may have showed a picture of Zero Mission back when they said, I might be that, making that up. Right. Might yes. be making that up. I, I forget if Zero I Mission was ever too. announced. It yes. might not have been. Yeah, I, but, I think we had this conversation before, and I think we, like, settled on it wasn't shown. Yeah, I think you're right. I think we have, I got, I got yelled at last time. Not yelled at. I got corrected politely <laughs> last time. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's the one I want. I also did get distracted. Uh, are there, is chat saying that a possum and an Opossum are two different animals. Is that what they're saying? Because I don't think that's true. 
I believe them. And I mean, if, they're, if, they're, if Mike Leary and Sean are saying it, I guess I have to believe I them. Believe them? There's a different. There's a letter difference. Yeah, but I, I just thought it was like some people like people spell the the name different depending on like where they're regional. From. Yeah, regional change. Yeah, regional names for the same. Thing. No, it's a regional dialect. Yeah, yeah well, regional. I'm from Unica. Heard <laughs> anybody say Opasta? <laughs> Uh, they're on different continents entirely. Okay. All right. That makes sense, too. Fair enough. Um, well, yeah, that's uh, the, the drum kit says what I thought it was like the possum doesn't exist. It's always spelled opossum. Uh, yeah, I just I, but just pronounced possum by a lot of people. But fair enough. I mean, we're getting both golden suns, but we still only have one of the technically three GBA Fire emblems. The one never got translated here, but we still didn't get sacred stones yet. So yeah, okay. and I wonder like how hard, hard and heavy they'll go with fire emblem when they have that um, uh, genealogy of the holy war like done and waiting to come out and stuff. But I'm, I guess these things can always lead to hey, it's marketing for that game. You go play this on yeah. Nintendo Switch Online, and then we're going to sell you a new one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, that does it for the big topics. We got some super chats. We're going to get to all of that after a quick break, and then we'll start getting to uh, what we're going to do this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about Prince of Persia first, and then we'll do Game of the Year. We'll be right back Fine. after this. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back, and we got some super chats, Mike. They're right there in front yeah, of you. I, I will try to do my best to. Oh my! I almost stopped my beer over immediately. <laughs> I will do my best to scroll for you. Okay, I like this. First one's from Jacob Batch. He says, "Can't make it live, but hopefully it goes well. Hopefully." Yeah. Al Grog says, "How do I know you're in the same room and you aren't working me?" Mike slapped Jeff. Also, Mike is right. Cody should have finished the story. Well, you can slap me for that. That's fair for believing that. Can I do like one of these. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> I, think I would prefer to slap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Darachi says, Golden Sun is good as hell. I agree. Pretty Dude says, good guy Xbox giving Nintendo Rare's the most successful game. Yeah, I said it. And hoping Sony with their live service plans. Oh, the CFDs? Okay, yeah. Well, we'll see if it comes. Hey, listen, I just heard they're considering it. We're not going to know for sure. Yeah. So I thought, so Grouted isn't their most successful game. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Pretty close, basically. Pretty what I told you about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should play Grounded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Green Thumb says, happy in-person 2023, game of the year free-for-all. Here's some money for a chicken and waffle pizza when the pizza place opens. Thank you, Green. That was real bright. Really I called them and everything. They're like, yeah, we're closing in five minutes. That early? Yeah. They're they're at the mall. That's the thing. They're at, oh, they're yeah. over at Crocker Park. Malls run on different times. Exactly. They're on their own timeline. Yeah. Uh, Toad Pack Shakira says, Kojima posted a photo of him with Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross like an hour ago. He walked out to Nine Inch Nails at the Game Awards. What do you know? Oh, he's collected them, right? Oh, he's yes, he's definitely scanned those boys, and now their souls are trapped inside the machine. Uh, the the marvelous breadfish is happy twenty twenty four dogs. The year of Silk Song. It'll be messed up if Silk Song does not come out. Yeah, it, it's it has to come. Well, I'm, I guarantee you that game comes out this year. Now I cursed it too. So yeah. sorry about I that. I mean, if you had told me that start twenty twenty three, Silk Song's not even going to be like, talked about this year. Like what? Yeah. Like, way in between worrying about Silk Song, we had what might end up being a better Metroidvania announced and come out. I I remember being on the couch uh, and talking to Phil Spencer, and they're like, oh, a lot of those games you said would be on 12 months didn't come out. Like, you know, Silk Song. And I was like, that's not really your fault. He goes, you know what? It is. And I was about to be like, you know what? You're right. (laughs) But now I'm like at a point where if they told you it's coming out in 12 months and they haven't talked about it at all since, at a certain point, I think it goes back on the developer for saying, yeah, that'll be out in 12 months. At yeah, some point, we're going to hear about that game. That game will be real. Uh, yeah, so on that one. Right. Uh, up there it is. Hades 2. I mean, it's going to be an early access this year for sure. Hope I don't know if it's going to have the full release. Hopefully. Metroid Prime 4. That's Jeff and I's beef. Metal Slug Tactics. Yeah, what happened to that? Right. Well, it was supposed to come out a while ago. Oh, maybe this. Maybe Saudi Prince didn't like it. <laughs> uh, Shadow of the Earth Tree. Oh, the expansion. Yeah, I, I mean, we're probably going to hear that. Any time, moment, any moment this year, and then it comes out like a month later. I bet. Okay, Half Life Three. I mean, that's like always like Half Life Three always seems like this joke. Jeff, someday they're going to announce a Half Life Three. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's like a break glass in case of emergency thing, and Valve is not going to be in any guess, emergency scenario for a while. But I guess I just don't understand why you had this team that made Half Life Alex. Yeah, and that game, you know, slight spoilers for the end. It sets up Half Life Three. Right. Uh, granted, every end of every halfway thing sets up the next one. Do you remember in chat, jump in if, if you remember, is Alex the one that the um, Campo Santo people stopped working on their game to help with? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But it's just like, I don't know. At some point, just make that game. <laughs> just make just make that game. And I hope they are making it. I hope it isn't some weird false start thing or Chet whatever. says yes. A lot of those Campo Santo people are there. Some have left. Hmm. Um it's like, man, let them make, I guess let them. They're allowed to do whatever they want, apparently, at Valve. Yeah. I, I, at a certain point, it's like it takes someone coming down from on high and saying, make Half-Life 3. Because if you say, make Half-Life 3 if you want, you probably start working on that project. And you're like, I mean, it's good, but is it Half-Life 3 right. good? And I think people have been saying that to me like for 15 years now. And I'm at a point like, you know what? Just, I, I, don't, I, almost, I almost don't care. I'm invested in that series. I got invested in that story. I bought in. I am. I don't I hate to say I'm owed, like like some sort of thing, but like finish the story. Yes. So make it Half Life Three, and then if you never want to touch Half Life again, that is okay. Yeah, and that's it, fine. Because it's not like you don't have the resources. You're right. Valve. Just do it. You're Valve. You got the zillion dollars. Spent some of that on an attempt on a Half Life Three. Let's see how it goes. Next one here is from Rio Delgado. It says, "Can we watch the Steamboat Willie short on stream?" <laughs> Hi there, Jeff. Not a bunch of apples in the trench coat. <laughs> and Mike, Disney sleeper agent Minotti. Yeah. We did watch the Steamboat Willie thing on my stream. It was funny. That's yeah. fun. I like that. 
Bill Dogoff says, Mike, why don't you pass the time by playing Chicken Little? <laughs> Wait, what? Did you mean Chicken Little? You mean like a game based off the Disney movie or something I, th- I, th- I think there is a Chicken Little game. Oh, there game. absolutely is. Yeah. That was like the time where you just automatically I think, I, think, I think that's what you're always getting at. Yeah. Okay. okay. Matt Rearmonkey says, what about this Game Shark, now AI Shark, Switch to September of 2024 thing that they announced during CES? Did you see this? I saw that, but like... I don't know what I would. Why would they know? They don't know. Yeah, they're just. I mean, and they're embarrassing themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like, freaking like saying like we're planning to come out when the Switch Two comes out this September. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine Nintendo's like okay, like okay, brand new Game Shark. Like, <laughs> that's really on the down low. Dude, I mean, didn't Nintendo sue Galoob over the Game Genie originally? Oh yeah, yeah. Disney never. Oh, Disney. Nintendo never even liked these things. Yeah, it's, there's just no way. No, absolutely not. Um, Pika Blue. Hey, you Pika Blue. Thank you uh, for joining the Lincoln tier. Appreciate that. Bryce Gilbert. Very funny to me that Dice snubbed OG Resident Evil 4 due to Capcom not submitting or some technicality, and now completely snubbed the remake when it was eligible. Uh, I'd love to say something mean about Dice, but no, it's yeah, whatever. It's fine. Uh, what's right? What's no? What's your beef with Dice? No, the Dice awards are fine. They're great. You don't like GDC? No, I don't like GDC. No, the Dice Awards are great. You know, like uh, no, you're right. I was going to say something mean. That was unwarranted. But I was lashing out because of my Resident Evil Four thing. Sure, that's it. That's I, understandable. People get it. Yeah, people get it. I understand. Uh, and hey, look, I mean, they're just. I mean, obviously, when Resident Evil Four is nominated, it's because there were six spots, and it was the sixth one. Here, I think there are just five again. Yeah, there's just five. So it's just, yeah, it's like those five, like, right? Yeah, like it's those five, and then. Super Mario Wonder didn't make it. Right. So it's even right. It's even less, I think, or something. Or no, so six, I think um it is five, and I think there were six at the game awards, right? Is that what yeah, you thought but, about? No, but Cocoon got in instead of Mario. Here. Oh, you're right. Yeah, for Which I actually kind of endorse. I love it. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't, but I think Cocoon's a perfectly acceptable game to be in the game of the year discussion. Uh hey, people says the Discord header can be in person now. Kit, what's kiss mean? Is this a cool? Oh, he wants us to kiss in person. Oh, you want me to kiss? No, no. You th- Jeff has germs and stuff here. And this is this is way too small super chat to get us a kiss. So, hey, <laughs> hey, you Pika Blue, I still appreciate your money, but come on, come on. <laughs> Shigeru Miyamoto says no. Jeff Grubb confirmed Silk Song is switched to launch game. Why don't you confirm it, Shiggy? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, we could just like erase my name, and it just says confirms Silk Song is switched to launch game. And Shigeru Miyamoto said that. B Famer says, Jeff, look me in the eye. Civ 7 in 2024? Look, I don't know, but I, th- I think so. Probably. I wouldn't be too surprised. I, it, you know, it isn't Take Two saying they're going to make a ton, a shit ton of money next year? I know a lot of that's going to be Grand Theft Auto, but probably also Civ. Civ is a franchise where I'm always like, there's five of those, right? <laughs> right. <six. laughs> I, I've not put any real time into Civ 6. I should have played Civ 6, and even then, I'm like, no, we're on five still, right? It's like it almost feels like five like came and went fast. Do you ever? No, it didn't. Do you ever think about that expand alone, the like after Earth one or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I enjoyed that. It was just Civ five. It was just Civ five in space. In space. I remember because I saw a theater demonstration at E three that year for it. I think so. Yeah, whatever. It was fine. I was playing Tropico six. Yeah, it's just like uh, kind of Civ ish. Yeah. It's a little Civ, a little Sim City. It's mm-hmm. real time, but it was fun. Super Blastix says, loving the content so far this year. You guys are killing it. Thank you, Blastix. Yeah, appreciate that, Blastix. Connell Wood says, has SAG-AFTRA, uh, <laughs> SAG-AFTRA for throwing games, a voice acting under the bus. Yeah, this is weird. So SAG-AFTRA is like, signs of agreement allowing for AI voice acting in games, which... 
Right. People don't seem happy about. Yeah. And the way, like the way it works is like, well, they can't do it unless that you get explicit consent. And it's like, well, what, well, who determined these terms? And yeah. the SAG actors like we did without asking you. Cool. And that's making a lot of voice actors pretty antsy. Cause the whole idea of this is like, they feel like they are losing control of their, of their product, their voice. And this just confirms that when SAG after makes deals without including them in the, uh, in, in the negotiations. Burrito says two best buds live on air talking about video games. Where? Yeah, I don't see anything like that. Live in the dream. Thank you, Burrito. Kids went to sleep. Knubel says go shoot for tr- game of the year 2023. Let's fucking go. <laughs> God, I'm 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 sad I didn't have time to play Ghost Trick again. I'm sad I couldn't even feel comfortable trying to bully you into playing uh-huh. Ghost Trick. Yeah, we'll we'll make time for that this someday. Year. Brian OO says, uh, would you do game of the the decade list like your game of the year list on future podcast game of the nineties or two thousands would be cool to hear. Yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah, maybe I did just pitch something like that for maybe a PAX panel. Oh, okay, well, bomb, so we'll see. Uh, Thespian fish says, since I don't think the game I worked on would be game of the year contender, well, I'd like to nominate a game for longest game title, 2023, the walking dead saints and sinners chapter two retribution. All right, let me see. This would be, let me see if this would be shorter or longer than, uh, Dark Forces 4, Jedi Knight 3, Jedi Outcast 2, Jedi Academy. Ah, it's still short. <laughs> Sorry. Got, got a long way to go, literally. Or uh, Battle for Middle Earth 2, Rise of the Witch King or whatever. Uh-huh. Kirk Pyers says, Jeff, have you heard anything about the future of the Jedi series at Respawn now that Stig has left? Thanks, guys. Love the show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, the thing was, if the survivor does well, they're going to make a third one. Survivor, Survivor did well. They're making a third one. 100% they're making a third one. I need to beat Survivor. I like that game. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about it probably a little bit. There, there's some categories where it fits in nicely, even though I didn't finish it. Um, now, once I get Prince of Persia done, God, man, there's other games to play, new games. Uh, it is the one I want to go back to the most. I like it a lot. Ten Derek says, Mike, now that you are there with Jeff in person, you should make him confirm Rid Racer. Yeah, Jeff, I know you've been looking into this one for me. What's going on with the future? <laughs> <laughs> that's my answer guys i got all year <laughs> i can go and go and go <laughs> ali miracle says chicken waffle pizza or kane's chicken pizza man that kane's sauce would be pretty good as a sauce layer for a pizza i agree i love kane's sauce absolutely um that chicken waffle pizza is really good though it is it is Shigeru Mimo says, Shigeru Miyamoto confirms Silk's on 4 Switch 2. That's why it's been delayed. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if it is like Switch 2 exclusive for a little bit as a launch title? Uh-huh. And then it gets delayed even more because he's like, you know, bad game. <laughs> and they're like, we get it. Shut up. I can't. I still can't believe because you like all the Metroidvanias that like are the best Metroidvanias. I, I I'm still so will like this game when I play it. I'm still so <laughs> confused about. But well, I'm still just so confused about the holiday thing. You and Dan and other people. I, I don't hate it. I have not played enough of it to actually form okay. an opinion. That's where I'm really at. Mostly, then all the other stuff is just to make you mad, which is fun. It is. I know. It's my curse. That's it for the super chats for now, everybody. If you want to set in more super chats, we will read them before the end of the show. Thank you all so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, that was great, everybody. Uh, okay. Why what? am I playing with my sleeve like this? Oh, you do what you got to do. It's a podcast. You don't have to pay attention. I don't have my poker chips here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting pretty good at fiddling those poker chips now. Hey, you you want to open one of those things for me? Uh, but, you, no, not the cigarettes. One of those packages. We could show that stuff off later on the show if you okay. want to get stuff open. That could keep your hands busy. Um... Yeah, it's the Ion Neo slide, everybody. The packaging's right. Unboxing. Oh, there he goes. 
Ah, very good build quality on the packaging here. You know, when you buy a premium product, you want to have a premium presentation. You done? Well, look at that. It looks like an old VHS tape. I like that because I'm old. <laughs> uh, I don't know why it's called the slide, though. Uh, <laughs> I get it now. It says AMD Ryzen here, everybody. Ooh. That must be the graphics card. <laughs> Actually, it's the fifth one on the chip. Yeah, did you think I was going to do this while you did something else? Yeah. No. Yeah, well, guess what? I noticed. <laughs> uh, I've hit a robot. I do not want your help. Get away from me. <laughs> I'll get you some my paint scissors. God, no. Okay, here we go. <laughs> my disgusting paint scissors. It's sliding again. I just think you're going to knock over the Bud Light, but you're not me. I got to remember no, that. I'll not be fine. Oh. Okay, please don't drop it, though. It's smaller than I was expecting. Yeah. That, that's what I want, though. Oh, ooh, it's, it's, it's heavy in a nice way. Oh, kind of looks like a Vita. It kind of looks like a Vita. It's very heavy for what it is, but kind of in a pleasant way. And then um, I take the sticker off the protective layer. I don't need that. Let's see if we can do the slide. How's oh, it's got to be the other way. Yeah, there you go. Hey, now it's like a Blackberry, right? Or something. That's pretty spiffy. This is pretty, man. This could be good for a lot of things. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Video games. Oh, sure. Okay. What up? Gosh, that's satisfying. Oh, I like the slide. How much does this cost? I wanted to be the first one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these triggers are good. Jeff, hold this thing. Yeah, absolutely. We can look it up here in a second. Uh, oh, that thing is I good. think it's like 700, though. I don't think it's Can I take this one home? But you have enough of them. Oh, that's real good. <laughs> it was nice. Man. Oh, God, it is just like the sidekick. Man. Oh, it's everything I ever wanted. Oh, that's oh, good it's stuff. It's really nice, actually. Oh, that's good shit. Okay, yeah. And I'm honestly, what one of the things I wanted this for is because it's a laptop, basically. I always used to like write like really long like stories on my sidekick with like thumb typing. Yeah. Oh. I never I never liked the Blackberry. I was like, yeah. people like, get a Blackberry to replace it. And I hated the Blackberry. And this is like, yeah, this is my jam. I'm very excited. This is a full keyboard. It's got a control and Windows keys on it, function. An F1. What is this thing key? called again? In case audio listeners want to look up what we're talking about. INEO is the company. They sent this. A-Y-A-N-E-O. And this is the slide. They make a ton of hardware. Like, they're the ones that made that dual screen one that's coming out soon. Okay. Um, they, they, and the, they've put out, like, five or six other similar yeah, devices I know, in the last uh, year. It's smaller than I thought. Oh, I like it. Like, look, hold, hold up your, um, your thing. Your, yeah, this is the ROG Ally. Like, look how much smaller this is, actually. It's impressive. How much? How do you think it compares on it with it power-wise? Um, so, they, what is the the card again? I think it's pretty close. The seventy-eight forty U. I think it's not quite as powerful what's what's in here. But I honestly, I can't remember what's in here. I'm just kind of like, oh, it plays games good. I like it. So yeah, good deal. Yes, uh, I I don't have a Vita, so I'm not good. I like my Vita. I always liked the idea of a Vita. I always wanted to get one, and then it just passed me by. God, okay. Now I'm getting distracted. You know what? Be good to play on here. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Oh, like, realize what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Yes. That, hey, guess what? That's a good video it's game. It's a fantastic video game. 
we both like Metroidvanias a lot. We right. both played this at Summer Game Fest, and we were both immediately smitten with it. Absolutely. And, and you know, do keep that in mind a little bit, that we're Metroidvania sluts. We like, are. This is my genre. Like, I, I was thinking that because I, I was, like, adjusting my top 100 games list, and I was looking at it, I was like... There are like 10 Metroidvania yeah. or something. <laughs> so, yes, we are the target demographic for this game. But I think just about anyone's going to have at least a really good time with this game. Well, because like the, the best thing about it is just that it's it's so smooth. Both the platforming and the combat feel so good at a base level and then of course complexity gets added to it because yes. it's a metroidvania and it continues to evolve and still feel good and get bigger and get better it's so impressive that a 2d game controls this well like that's kind of where the metroid dreadness of it reminds yes. me because that's what was so great about dread it just felt so good and I, I guess part of me is like you know what this is why i am like i've fully accepted that 2d games will have 3D graphics now because it seems like a big part of that is the animation could be super smooth because it's a 3D model and they can uh, get away with a lot more than if it was all 2D. Uh, and I'm okay with that. And this game, uh, you know, maybe the visuals aren't uh, great when they're, you're up close. You mentioned that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. he's definitely right. Like, as you get in close to these character models. And, like, cutscenes and stuff. In cutscenes, right, yes. And they, there's a handful of those. And you're going to be like, okay, yeah, but this is, like, lower fidelity. They're, they're cutting some corners here. It is... um cartoonish for the lack of a better word but when you're pulled out and you're playing the metroidvania as metroidvania game it looks fantastic and it runs mm -hmm. so smooth even on switch i played it on yes. switch 60 fps you know i'm also a 60 fps slut so yeah. i was very happy right and then, and on the rogel i i was getting 120 frames per second which this has 120 hertz screen so it's like yeah it, it's going to be able to kind of do whatever you need to do on whatever whatever device you have um for me, it's like it's everything that a Metroidvania game should be. It, yeah. it, it is uh, uh, you feel like you are progressing because you're getting new items, but you're also like in the background without thinking about it. You're learning the map, and that's a big part of conquering this world. And so when you do get something like the double jump, it was emotional for me to be like, I am, I, I know where to go with this ability, and I know how I'm going to use it, and I cannot wait. I get chills thinking about it. It's so good. I mean... And just the abilities you get, like some of them are like, yeah, of course you're going to get a double jump and it's going to feel good. But some of these are very yes. creative. They are very interesting. And the, and, and the developers know how to use them to make to unlock that creativity. Right. It's not like it's not like the the dreidel of death or whatever that's called in uh, Twilight Princess, where you got that right. cool, like dreidel you rode around and you used it in that dungeon. And maybe like one time after that, like you get cool stuff. And like some of it maybe a little bit more niche nerves, but there's a lot. Like when you get that teleporty thing, yes, where you kind of make a safe state of yourself. A little bit like Ori, but it's used a lot more organically and it's faster, so you can use it a lot. You can teleport back to it. We'll use that for puzzles, use it for combat, because you can use that kind of avoid enemy attacks or to get past an enemy. What I love is like certain areas of the map become these pure platforming sections or challenges that rely a lot on using these items and using wall jumping. And it does, it, it becomes like Celeste at that yep. point which is such a good game to take inspiration from and somehow feels as good, maybe even a little better than that. Yeah. It's a good it feels. It's shocking, yes. And it's, um, that's like, you mentioned this as well, where it's like, you know, you gotta have the combat and the combat has to be great. Well, it's great. And the platforming has to be good. And it's, well, it's great here. And uh, the exploration and all that stuff needs to be good. Yeah, and that's a triple threat. Yeah. That's Ravania triple threat. Yes, and so, um, Part of me is like, oh, this is what happens when a studio with resources that, and probably a lot of people who understand Metrovanias 
At this point, there's going to be people who, who understand Metroidvania is everywhere in game development. That's one of the most popular genres among game developers. Yeah. So they're working there. They have the resources. They have this, this game series that makes a lot of sense for a Metroidvania game in Prince of Persia. Uh, all that stuff came together. It's like, this is what you can do with Metroidvania's. There's so much more you could do than I realized because we were like getting getting a lot of Metroidvanias from indie studios for a long time. And I love all those still. Yeah. And they're great. But it's like. Oh, I, I didn't even occur to me that someone like someone like Ubisoft could come along and make one of the best ones just because they like took the time and and had a good a deep understanding and then had the resources. No, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. Like it does feel like like yeah, I love the indie Metro videos and obviously like Hollow Knight. Some of these other ones are kings in that genre. This feels like a triple A Metroidvania yeah. a lot always. Yeah, it really does. So I mean, it's uh, it's fifty dollars, and it's like, well, it's an easy recommendation for me. Again, someone who really likes Metroidvanias. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was like fourteen hours for me to beat, and that might be a little bit faster. And that was like seventy percent completion time. Yeah, I think I think um, I've left it on a little bit, but I think I'm at about fourteen hours right now, and I still have like the last quarter of the game to go. So. Last quarter, maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, I, I'm like I got two of those four things now. So yeah, yeah. The last quarter. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm just I'm totally in love with it. It is uh, su- it's a little bit of a surprise, but yeah, like you said, we played it at Summer Game Fest. I guess I'm just shocked that they nailed everything. Right, I guess I'm, I am also surprised it sustained that the whole way yeah. through. Like my my gripes, which aren't much, is a little bit more on the aesthetic side. Like the music can be good. I wish it. It's went, not bad. It's but not it, bad. It's not it, honestly. It's better than Metroid Dreads, even where the yes. music there is almost a bummer. Yes, it was weird the moments when I thought music should be playing and it didn't, or was like really like atmospheric music, especially the last boss fight. Which I'm curious when you get there because I'm almost convinced it was a bug, which would be a problem itself, right? If the music didn't work properly because it was a bug. But I'm surprised how non hype the music was for that, especially when I think like I think I freaked out to you for a year about the final boss fight music in Ori and the Will of the Wisps, right? So Yes, exactly. Yeah, well, and that's an incredible moment. I mean, this boss fight itself is very good. The second to last boss fight Really good. I like that. And, and, it's, and it's great boss fights throughout the entire game. So to hear that they keep getting better is is fantastic. They were, there was like maybe a one part in the middle where I was like, oh, is the is the scaling off? Is it getting like easier? And then like the last boss fights were challenging and fun again. And oh, uh, God, it's really good. Because like the boss fights, it's not just like as much as I love, you know, even like Super Metroid. And boss fights are a lot of it is just shoot the missiles at the thing. <laughs> and like dodge a laser. Right, yeah. Like there's so many mechanics here and you are using all of the abilities that you have at that moment. And then yes. even just the base things like the parry, the kind of super parries you can do and then the moves can't parry. And they, it's all telegraphed so well. It's never unfair when you get hit by something. You right. know you messed up. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, it is a really cool moment in a boss fight when you're like, Wait, what do I do? Oh, right. I can make a copy of myself, retreat, and then when the boss comes in and closes that gap, I just zoom behind them by by teleporting and take them from behind. And it's like this is as okay. <laughs> hey there, this is gonna be a new sound clip. Join the Discord. No, <laughs> uh, did you hear did you hear the words Backlar started the voicemail dump truck with today? Uh I was half listening to no. He was trying to sing a song and he goes, Come dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they did a good show today. I was fun, it was fun listening to. It yeah, then... popped into my Twitch chat yesterday. Nice feeling. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah, Bondo is great. Uh, yeah. Um, I, so where where you kind of put it in the pantheon? Is it's it? up. It's in there. I think to me, it's like you have Super Metroid and Symphony of the Night as these kind of standard bears forever going to be 
among the best because they're both important and both fantastic. And then they have all these sequels that are also very good. You know, Zero Mission, Fusion Dread, uh, Aria of Sorrow, Circle of the Moon, all that stuff. Then I think like the kind of new breed for me are the Ori games and Hollow Knight. Right. Uh, and then there's like other really good ones that like deserve some love and maybe not quite there, like a Guacamelee 2. Sure. For example. Um, but I think that this isn't in that Guacamelee 2 tier. I think it is in that Hollow Knight Ori tier. And you know how much I like Ori. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's where it is. It's it's that good. I I hope they make five more like these. I hope this is the direction for that franchise now and we get like, like Castlevania that yeah, we time. got one a year, yeah. We got a ton of them. Like, give me more. Absolutely. Um, for people that are hearing this and be like, okay, th- this is not normally my kind of game. There are some like quality of life mm-hmm. improvements as well. Like the, uh, the thing that has been talked about a lot that showed up in a bunch of previews. But if you haven't been paying attention, uh, taking screenshots in the game and those screenshots, sh- screenshots getting pinned to your map. So if you come up to a wall, you can't get past. If it's something like, oh, I think I'll get an ability later that'll help me deal with this, but I don't know what that is yet. You just press down on the D-pad. It takes a screenshot automatically and pins it for you automatically. So you can check later when you're like, okay, I don't necessarily know, know where to go, or I just got something new and I think I understand how to use it. Let me look at some of these screenshots and then it's very easy to like, okay, I'm going to head over there right. and I'm going to do that thing. It's like, you also like have like the pins, like, oh, I could pin a question mark or a yeah. gem here. But it's always like, what, what did I put a question mark there for? <laughs> right. Now it's like, oh. Yeah, 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 I always do the only way where I'm like, okay, I'm going to use this little icon on the map and it's going to mean this every yeah. time. And then I get two hours later and I'm like, what pin did I use? Right. I don't remember. But you can even, there's even options and sliders for other things. Like um, there's options for how big the parry window is. So if you're struggling right. at that parry, your reflexes aren't like amazing for whatever reason you can just make that a bigger window yep i uh, just I start, do it i started off making the game uh playing on hard for a few hours probably like f- the first four hours I, was, I played on hard and it was very hard and then i hit a wall i'm like i'm gonna go back down to normal normal does feel right it's maybe well, maybe it's a play. good challenge at normal yeah it's a good challenge even for a metroidvania like slut like me i don't I'm, know why i spelled it out there. <laughs> i've got a um uh four estus flasks now and it's like okay maybe that's Maybe things are feeling a little bit easy, but to hear that there's a spike at the end is like a good thing. And I'm like, I'm getting there. Spike maybe isn't necessarily the word, but like it felt as hard as it did at the beginning. And Metroid Vegas okay, can good. be like that. Right. Where it's harder in the beginning when you don't have that many tools. Right. Like where you are right now is where I fought a couple bosses that were maybe the easiest bosses for me just because it felt like I had a lot of tools and a lot of resources. Right. I, I was like, someone mentioned they took like an hour on the, the snake and I was like, oh, I beat him on the second time. But I'm like, I had spent a lot of yeah, time exploring snake wasn't and, too bad and upgrading at that point. So, yes, Adam. So there's fast travel in that. There's like these think of them like bonfires or trees here. It's just like Castlevania's uh, uh, like the yeah. Yeah. right. You can't fast travel anywhere from at any point. But if you're at one of the fast travel points, you can go to another fast travel point yeah and, then oh, are, and that's right it's not the trees it's a separate thing it is like yes, it's, right it's like it's another room next often next to the trees not always next to the trees um yeah it's when i saw that i'm like god they're just doing one of these exactly <laughs> i loved it uh yeah really good game um big and like, like mike says runs great everywhere so don't worry about that yeah if you want to play like you know, I could have played it anywhere, and uh, I knew from things they said that it just works on Switch like that. I was like, well, I want to play it on Switch, and that's where I like to play these games, honestly, and it was a fantastic experience on there. Maybe a couple of things, like like maybe Fidelity was a little less in terms of resolution, again, in those cutscenes, and, like, not that there's low... There's some low times when you're using the fast travel, and that, I'm sure, is longer on Switch than it would be on other systems. Not a big deal. Yep, not not a big deal. Uh, Sean mentioned when we were talking to him, he's been playing it, too. Uh, when you when you do the run, which you, you, you do the slide, and then you slide into a run, when you go from one room to the next, the run doesn't carry over, and he found that annoying. 
But that's like, he also mentioned like, if his gripe is that small, that's how good of a game it is. It's a very tiny gripe. And that's where I'm at too, where like my gripes are mostly the game has given me so many options in like combat that I do the dumbass thing. I always do where I'm like, no, I'm always going to parry if I can parry. <laughs> and it's like, uh, I, I always get in trouble with that where I'm like, okay, I got, uh, like this one little enemy has a slight delay on their attack and I'm, I get impatient and go too fast and things like that. No, so. exactly. Um, I felt so much in love with just like the way you can juggle enemies. Mm -hmm. It's like the best combo is like sword attack, sword attack, Throw them up, mm -hmm. hold it down so you jump up with them. Yep. Sword attack, sword attack, sword attack. Dash. Then they, that throws them away. Then you air dash with them and, and hit them three bump, bump, more bump. times. Yep. Oh. oh, yeah. They, they, they mentioned the, the, there's a guy, the swordsman uh, in the Haven that teaches you a lot of these things. Just that's where it. I learned that. Yeah, do that. Do yeah. So that's like a big tip is there is like basically tutorial combat guy. Do all this stuff. Even if you think it's stuff you know, he teaches you <laughs> how to pull off some fancier combos. And you also get uh, the currency which you use the shops right anyways so just Good do all those money. and uh yeah and people people mentioned this ubisoft plus 15 dollars a month uh you can play this in avatar this month if you want and that's cheaper than ubisoft both those games. Is like kind of like surprisingly been it looks like they're putting out some good games right now yeah i mean they, they've done it before they know how to do it they just kind of like lost the, the track a little bit over the last couple of years right I, I, mean, think they, I think they became a little bit dependent on like some of their more boring franchises and uh I mean, Prince of Persia is great. I think, you know, yeah, like they're licensed games, but the licenses are Star Wars and Avatar. That's kind of neat. And mm -hmm. they seem to be doing right by them. So, yep. Um, Inufe asks if you could do that on Steam Deck. You would have you have to play it on Ubisoft Connect on Steam Deck. So, yes, uh, you just got to make sure you um, what is it? Lutris, Sean? Lutris is the way to download uh, Ubisoft Connect and like the, the, the launcher there on Steam Deck. Uh, and that would work for you. So, yeah, you would be able to take advantage right, well, of that. The Force Cougar just reminded me Skull and Bones is coming out this year. Well, that's a big hit. That would be messed up. I would. I, I don't even know how I would feel about that. What do you think you'll like more, Skull and Bones or Suicide Squad? God, I don't know. Suicide Squad, probably. Probably. Suicide Squad, they opened up, like, the NDA on the that closed alpha now or whatever it was. So people are, as a response to the negative previews. Yeah, I wonder how they're feeling over that. I bet they, I bet they feel frustrated. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't blame them. They, they, they've worked this game forever. They delayed it for a year to address criticism, and then it's like, okay, we'll bring people in to play it. They probably felt a little confident with it, and then they got treated. I think some people do think previews aren't going necessarily kind of come out like that, and it, it did come out harsh. I bet it's easy for them to feel like people have just already been, decided. People have already decided, uh, and I, I can understand being frustrated with that. Uh, but you know. We'll see for ourselves soon enough, I guess. Yes, uh, not long now. What was it, like a couple weeks? Uh, like maybe a little bit more than a month. Is that? Is it February? Right? It's. Fe uh, I think so. I can't remember. Yeah, I, can't, I can't remember. That's what Nick and Chap always said. Dread was uh, his game of the year, twenty twenty one. He likes Lost Crown more. Right, and it like the Dread comparisons are good, even though like they are different in a lot of ways. But the, again, just in the sense of being that kind of modern two D Metroidvania with like the three D like characters and worlds but still 2d and just that movement feeling good and the sliding lots of sliding yes so. lots of sliding yes um yeah god i, I um got done with the, the gb place today and i just kept playing it and i don't I usually do that like when i get done I'll, I'll stream i'm like okay i'll get set up i'll play the game more later and i just kept playing and uh got through some of that challenging uh uh, uh, uh platforming bits and did a boss fight and that boss fight was really cool because mm. oh some, yeah I mean, some goku s shit happens it's some good stuff. <laughs> i love it it's just so cool what a good game it's fantastic i'm it makes me happy it really yep. just makes me happy it's such a such a game that i like it's, it's like the thing that 
yeah. like, you know, like, I don't want to make this about, like, story-driven games, right? But, like, some people are like, oh, I'm, like, really turned on because this character died or this thing happened. What's beautiful to me is a moment in this game where I used, like, every button on my controller <laughs> to navigate a spike maze. Yeah, and, and it like, works. And, and like, it's art. Yeah, it's art. Like, you are singing along with this incredible band, the band being this, pe- this group of developers that are playing their instruments better than anyone else, and they're inviting you in to play alongside them. And then when you get in one of those moments where it's like, I am on the fly playing perfectly yeah. right now. I am. I dashed. I dropped my, my teleport guy. I did a double jump. I saw the spike come at me. I dashed, or I teleported back. Then I dashed in again, did the wall jump, got up to safety, and that all happens in less than two seconds, maybe less than that. That's it. It literally is art. It is. It's uh, the Oppenheimer. Can you hear the music? This game yeah. can hear the music, and it fucking owns. It's like, I never like really feel like this, but it's like if you worked on this game, I hope you're proud. Yes, because <laughs> like, like people when when this game was revealed, a lot of people were like, whoa, I can't believe, like, oh no. Pretty, pretty some budget 2D game. Yeah. And it's all it's it's going to be one of my favorite games this year. Like I know it's January and it seems silly. I I just can't see a world where this isn't in my top five. Oh yeah, no way. I just can't yeah. see that happen. Yeah, that'd be it was it would like I said in my tweet, this would have been in my top five last year, mm-hmm. without a doubt. He said it would be your number three, and I remember what your number three was, you asked. Yeah. <laughs> 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 even occurred to me. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to get set up for our game of the year discussion. We got a, c- a bunch of fun topics, uh, fun categories. We'll get into all of that right after this. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back. And uh, yeah, the Prince of Persia, very good. Uh, one of my favorite games of the year so far. It's just nice to play something by um, people that feel like they understand what makes game go- games good in the same way that I like games. Yeah. It's like, that's really nice. But we have never talked about our favorite games of 2023, Mike. Not here on Game Mess Decides. Yeah, we're probably one of the last uh, entities. I <laughs> <laughs> really did ruin that word <laughs> to get to uh, a game of the year with. But I'm excited. I like going last. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? This is it's a lot of fun. And we got, I mean, because we're going last, I don't think we feel like, um, oh, we got to be comprehensive. We're going to have oh, some fun. Yeah, yeah. You guys all, I think you guys all know the games that people said were good in 2023. Well, we're going to talk about that, talk about some of our favorites and why. But yeah, we're going to have fun. And we, uh, I, I asked the, the community, the podcast producers to recommend some uh, uh, categories. We took a lot of those recommendations. Uh, very happy with a lot of that. Thanks for your guys' input. We appreciate that. Uh, we're going to start here with our first category. Game Tommy Tellerica would most likely lie about working on. I think, I mean, he would just glob onto whatever, like, the most talked about successful game is. So, like, right. It's, I feel like it's either Boulder's Gate 3 or uh, Alan Wake 2. Because <laughs> Alan Wake 2 has, like, the big music sequence, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but let's not forget, he's already lied about working on Metroid Prime. Oh, well, so Metroid back, Prime Remastered. It's already covered. Okay. Right. <laughs> the lie is already covering it. Okay. Um, I put Resident Evil 4 as well. Um, I think he would probably lie about working on that one. 
Uh, and I think you would say that he was very involved in like a lot of the remake changes. Yeah, I think he'd be confused and not know it was a remake. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, like, I worked on the fourth ever Resident Evil <laughs> ever made. The big honor. Uh, I, I like. I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any ones that he would like review first and review it poorly, and then later when he found out it was popular, that would be Borders Gate Three. That would 100. That, 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 that is that's one like, million. This per- is uh, some nerd shit. With, uh, <laughs> they show you the dice. Yeah, like uh, it's a video game. No one's gonna like that. <laughs> yeah, right. no, he would. That would one million percent be Borders Gate Three. He wouldn't get that far in, it, and then he would like realize there's nudity and be like, oh, this is a game for adults. Never mind. Yeah, it's, this uh, game could whack off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's very proud that I worked on Baldur's Gate. Three. <laughs> got a kid in this world record for whacking off the most <laughs> game three. Um, and then I, I did a couple games with uh, good music. I think he would try to be like claim that he worked on, even though he probably just hired someone to do it. Uh, Pizza Tower and Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, yeah. He would definitely like have like a more talented underling work yes. on Hi-Fi Rush. <laughs> uh-huh. He would definitely play Hi-Fi Rush music at Video Games Live and try yeah. to imply that he was involved with it. Absolutely. Yes. I, that's what sucks about this is that I liked video games live just because they would all, they would re- like every year or so they would release a compilation album, which was just a good way to hear like orchestrated renditions of classic video game music. And so I loved having that. And now yeah. we don't have that anymore. Yeah. And, and uh, that stuff was good, but mostly because he never played his own music. <laughs> yeah. He did a, he did an Earthworm Jim thing on it. Uh, Earthworm Jim's got. Yes. Earthworm Jim's but, the one. Yes. I mean, there's other. Oh, uh, that's, there was some good, there was a good Mega Man thing on there. Good Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. So I miss those albums. Um, I, I think, uh, I am pretty happy with making Baldur's Gate three a lock on yeah, this. I think uh, let's, absolutely. let me get over here and start getting the work on that. Um, yeah, yeah Tommy. Yes. Boulders. I mean, if he okay. wasn't like still in hiding, he probably would have done this. Um, I I, I like the uh, what you said about he wouldn't know Resident Evil Four as a remake, and we definitely <laughs> talk about that one. Yeah, and then High Five Rush at the underling angle could be another runner okay. up. Okay, there we go. All right, but we're bolding Boulders. Bold it. Yes, that's pretty good stuff right there. All right, all right. The next category is most Mikey game that Jeff liked. Interesting. Yes. Bring it up here. There we go. So this is a game that is very Mikey coded, but that I still enjoyed. Um, I had some thoughts here. There, this Okay, I'm going to start with the one that I don't think you've played, but it's a cinematic platformer that came out in 2023 called Lunark. <laughs> I haven't played this game. Right, exactly. But I think you would really like it because it's a cinematic platformer and it plays like one of the best ones of those. I, I, okay yeah interesting yeah yeah and it's um it, it's got like a you know it looks a lot like a game boy advance it looks like if you put like um uh, prince of persia and all those other ones on a game boy advance and had to like make it like look like a game boy advance game uh but it still has all of the really like heavily co- coded into the game animations and it feels really like unresponsive in a good way which is uh, somehow those cinematic platformers actually did um and then i i really like this game and i Listen, I don't think you love it. I don't think you've ever played this one either, but you watch me play it. AEW. Oh, yeah, I know. I never, if you ask me what I think about that game, I would be like, I like that game. People are too hard on it. Never play it. <laughs> I think I mix it up very Mikey game. What's other people playing it? I was like, this looks fun. Yeah, I had a good time with that. I, yeah. I, and I haven't had a chance to put AEW on anything yet, so I'm like, this is a pretty good fit for it. Um, I like it. Uh, and then uh, Resident Evil 4. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Obvious reasons. Now, that's also a Jeff game, but it's. I a, had to push you for some reason. Right. But it's a very Mikey game. Very Mikey game. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
Yeah, that, I think that's right. So what's your winner here then? Yeah, I, I honestly, I think I might go with AEW. Uh, yeah, I just I like the idea of you just like, I like this. And just watching me play it and like, yeah. And I, I like AEW a lot. All right, I do like that. Then we can go with that. Um, so, I, I mean, mine, because spoilers, next category is the same thing, but most Jeffy game that Mike liked. That's right. At least I assume it is. Yeah. Um, I'm spinning on your fancy new thing here. <laughs> that's, uh, and I'm just breaking it in. There we go. Um... Yeah, I mean, Pikmin 4 was a big one because I really didn't think I was going to care about that. Yeah, that's a pretty easy one. Yeah. Not one iota. I don't know. You must, you're going to have to help me if there's anything else. Um, is there anything yeah. else? Is like, is there anything else this year? I didn't play any games where I drive a truck. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you're like dirt. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Lethal Company is another one. Oh, yeah. That's, not, that's definitely not a Mikey kind no, of thing. No, that kind of like, it's like, it's all about like the stuff that just happens kind of game, not usually yeah, my that's very, thing. That's very a Jeff thing. Yes. But I did actually have fun with that. I did think it was uh, a good time. So I think those are my two, but Pikmin 4, probably the winner for me. Yeah, we're both kind of high five rush kind of. I, I think like, we both like, yeah, I yeah, rush is something I I'm, thought we would have both liked. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Uh, did you play, um, you didn't play Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and you, did you play? I did play, I didn't beat it, but I mean. I guess that's also kind of your thing, right? Because you liked the last one. Uh, F-Zero 99. I mean, I like F-Zero also. Yeah, I think that's kind of, okay. I, I might just have to give you the one runner up there and just yeah, that's, that works for me. is the winner. Yeah, Pikmin 4 is kind of the obvious one. Um, I, uh. Oh, man, I never played Making of Kar- Karatika. <laughs> right, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one I knew you, knew you didn't play. I didn't play so. WarioWare Move It either. Right, so. yeah. Uh, and no one did, so that's not a surprise. <laughs> uh, okay. Columbros presents best one more thing. I like this. This is so we got some of these suggestions from our community. Thank I, you. I, I think this was Dr. Ryan that suggested this. And she, she again, shout outs to everyone, all the podcast producers for your suggestions. Um, okay, so do you want to define this for everybody? I mean, everything's always just defined by how you feel, but to me, it's when a game could be over. But there's just a little bit something extra that happens, maybe even a moment, and it just lingers there. But I want to offer a secondary definition. Go. It's the end of the year, and you were like, I got, uh, I got, I got my games, and then something came out, and you're like, this is pretty good. Avatar and the finals. Oh, the finals. Yeah, because I, I, I'm playing the finals, and I am playing that game. I was, uh, I was playing it with, uh, Honestly, with Christian Lethal and Company Matt, too. Rare Monkey, it's uh, Lethal Company also. But it, yeah, that's good. In my kind of like last moment thing, what I really think of is that grabbing Zelda at the end of Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like the fight is over, right? God, and like, you found her, she's saying, but you still got to reach out. You got to do that one more button press, right? Mm-hmm. So that is really cool to Let's me. Let's just make this two different categories, but they, it has the same name. Um, okay, one, one more thing, game, one more thing, uh, yeah. ending. <laughs> So, so for okay, so best one more thing game Avatar: The Finals Lethal Company. I like this kind of December game release, yeah, or late year, yeah, or even something that you like played the very end of the year that surprised you after, especially if like once we like we did our uh, giant bomb game of the year list in early December. There's something that shocked you then, but I mean, Avatar came out around that time. Definitely had no chance. I was like kind of barely playing it when we were in L.A. Um, And then the yeah, the Finals Lethal Company. Those were two good streams we did, and I had a good time with both of those games. One more, one more for this. Yes, God of War. Yes. Howla. Oh my God! Yes, it rules. Yeah, and like that's a one more thing in multiple levels. Yep, in multiple levels. Yeah, really good point. That is that it's like post game content. Mm-hmm. Th- that being free astounds me because it is basically a game. Yep, it's just a game. Obviously built with like assets and stuff from God of War Ragnarok, but with like new story content. 
they're adding the roguelike elements to it, and they work really well with God of War because God of War has great combat. Yeah. God of War turns out is better without some of like the puzzles are always fine to me. It's actually better without. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to do the uh, the hunting for stuff in the environment. I don't want to find that stuff. Yeah, let's just do. Let's make a Hades. Let's just do yeah. it. And it was great. It was so much fun. I actually, I loved Valhalla. It's like maybe my favorite experience of all these new God of Wars. Yeah, I uh, I, I didn't beat it, but I really enjoyed it. And runs great when you like stream it to the Steam Deck too. So I, it's a great way to play that. Um, okay, so I also added Asgard's Wrath 2. Oh, right. Which I enjoy. I, I don't know if I'm like, if I necessarily understand why it's getting uh, 10s. Other than like, okay, basically it is like a lot like God of War. Uh, Ragnarok and God of War 2018 where like you're throwing the axe and then you call it back to your hand and that feels real good and it is it's Norse mythology and all that stuff there's Loki and shit um so people are like super into God of War it's gonna be the name of the Loki movie you know there's um, the Mandalorian Grogu Mm -hmm. Loki Loki and shit (laughs) it's nice we can say things together and it syncs up Uh uh right exactly we can sing a song right when we do it on, on, on discord I try to do it so it's like if you're saying it it could stick up if I say it, but it's not going to sound right to you. So I'm like, no, it's going to still bother you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Asgard's Wrath 2 is like uh, definitely a, a fun thing. And it kind of came out of nowhere as well. It's like, okay, I'm enjoying the uh, Meta Quest 3. And when I asked for it from, from Meta, like, hey, can we take a look at this? They're like, yeah, will you look at Asgard's Wrath 2? I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> and, and then I play them. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. This is surprisingly good. I kind of want a Meta Quest 3. I, I'll, I'll hook you up. I'll tell you who to talk no, to. I know who to talk to. Okay. Like, we did. They sent one to somebody in our staff. Like, okay, well, yeah. I could have jumped in because they did that same offer. Like, hey, they'll definitely re- yeah. review Asgard's, but somebody else already did it. So I don't know if, like, me too. Well, yeah, we'll I mean, say you'll so talk about it in the podcast. I mean, they, I think they just want to get more Meta Quest 3s onto people's hands. I think yeah. that they like that people are talking about it. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't necessarily know that it. So right now, the list we have it for Colombo presents best one more thing, uh, parentheses game. We have Avatar The Finals, Lethal Company, God of War Valhalla, and Asgard's Wrath 2. If we wanted to begin like cutting this down to three and then figure out a, 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 a winner here, I probably wouldn't try to force Asgard's Wrath 2 in. No, and I, I, I like Avatar. It probably also doesn't quite make it. Yeah, it's a, a game that I enjoy. I'm glad it exists. Um, it's got like a, a bit of a slow start. Um, yes, it's, yeah, it, it still has that... Even though, like, changing the setting helped the Far Cry problem a lot, it still needs to talk to you as much as a Far Cry does. Yes, it does, yes. And it feels like even more pressure, like, well, we're based off a movie. Right. So, And movies have talking. Yeah, so that really is, that, that weighs down that right. game. So we're going to have talking, but without cinematography or these other things that we're, make talking interesting in like, I just want my Ekron. Like, yeah. I just want to be flying around, and, like, I bet this game's going to rule when it happens. And it's like, well, we're going to talk to you a lot first. So Avatar, definitely, like, a player here, but not going to make no, the I final like it. cuts. Asgard's Wrath 2. A really surprising game out of nowhere, and the kind of a, you know, maybe defini- are a saw in the arm. Yeah, exactly, and a definite like the definition of this category. Um, that leaves us with the the finals: Lethal Company, God of War, Valhalla. Definitely, all deserve to be on here. Um, I I really like the finals. I really have a good time with Lethal Company. I think the winner's probably God of War, Valhalla. I think it's Valhalla because again, it's it's something they didn't even need to do. Right, it's <laughs> free. It's free, and it's it rules, and it was this. Big surprise out of nowhere at the end of the year. Like they couldn't even have cared about game of the year. Never even thought about. They never even thought about accolades when they were doing this. Yeah, and I. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's that makes it even more interesting. That it's like this easily could have been considered by a lot more people had it come out earlier. Um, and I'm like, 
I, I always say it. I have no ill will towards God of War, God of War Ragnarok. I know those are well-made games. They're just mostly not for me. Uh, and I'm not going to get like the way I am with Red Dead 2. I'm not going to be like sure. that with God of War. Or even the way you are with Horizon. Yes, and even the way I'm with Horizon, which is played up a bit. Um, but God of War Valhalla. Not for Red Dead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Red Dead 2. Yeah, I'll stop on that. Go to eat shit game. Uh, God of War Valhalla uh, is like, wow, this is my access into this game finally because it's so well done. So. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna bold it. And I like I do like that it has some it has more callbacks to some of the like Greek era stuff than um even like the main two reboot games. Yes. Do. I like that stuff. Yes, I like it makes it feel very cohesive in a way that was surprising. Um all right, then that takes us to Columbros presents best one more thing ending. You began talking about incorrectly so Zelda's uh, hand grab at the end there. Yes, yes. The hand the Zelda hand grab is kind of like this great, like, okay, this is how we're actually ending. That's fun. Um you know, it, it, it did it before. Obviously, Resident Evil 4 still has the uh, jet ski escape. Oh, that's good, yeah. Which is a fun little set piece to end things on. And it looks fantastic mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Kind of, well, that's why it's good. Um, is there anything like you're thinking of here? Yeah, I got a couple here. Um, let's see. Uh, Pikmin 4, the Alamar campaign. I was thinking that, too, because that's like a, it's on the end. But it is like, oh, one more thing. You, well, wait, do, don't we change the do, format here? Do, doesn't that happen after the first set of credits? You're right. Oh, you're there's right. Two, you're there's right. two credits God. in that game. So that's like, that's absolutely. Pikmin 4's got this whole like continuing campaign right. and Alamar after the but credits. Like, you can literally see like Columbo being like, oh, just one more thing. You're going to actually play like a Pikmin 1 style game inside of this. <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> that, that Alamar mini campaign actually blows my mind. Everything after the first credits. So yeah, Pikmin 4 is a good one for this. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was like thinking about, I always think about like, Pikmin 4 is really kind of weird first set of credits. Uh, I knew, I heard some people on podcasts say they stopped playing after that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you please go back. <laughs> I'm begging you, actually. Please Absolutely go back. not. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, that, yeah, that was the one other main one. Because the other ones I have here are the ones for the category. Yeah, ones. I think that's... So that's three. We can just pick a winner and two runner-ups here. Um, I, I, the, the Zelda catch it was a really cool moment because it's like uh, you are getting that 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 sort of crescendo and everything's happened. You've done the boss right. fight. And you talked about how the music is awesome there. The, yes, the music is incredible. Again, everyone should go listen to uh, Strong Songs, Kirk Hamilton's podcast about it. It could do way better than I could. But the, 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 the fact that it's like you do feel like the game is completed – and then, okay, a lot of this stuff is probably going to get wrapped up in a cutscene. And it's like, no, we're going to lead you right back in. Suddenly you're playing the game, you're controlling it, you're doing the dive. We've seen that before in games, but it's a really good one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the jet ski, jet ski escape. It's it probably actually, the weakest of these three. Yeah, but it's like, it still is a very fun thing at the end of a, uh, a, a, a kind of tense section of the game. I mean, obviously the boss fight's fun, but having something that feels so... Um, uh, airy and just sort of silly and, is right. great at that point. I mean, point. and it's it's playing off of you know, there's the Resident Evil games almost always have a bit of a countdown clock. Things are going to explode yes. thing, and usually you're running and maybe fighting a boss. So having it be this jet ski escape thing was always really cool. And I mean, the scale of it is impressive here, especially right at the end where just things are falling everywhere, giant waves as it crashes mm-hmm. into the water. You see the light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, it amps you up. Yeah, good. It's just, it's just I talk about the pacing in that game a lot, and you right. end, it's, it's like, an example hi. of that. Yes, yep. absolutely. Um, people, yeah, uh, Brian mentioned AC uh, uh, Armored Core Six is a multiple endings. I didn't get to the multiple endings. I really enjoyed what I played that yeah, game. Yeah, like, I just played through that game one time, and I really liked it. But to me, it was like 
like not as someone who didn't like do new game pluses to me. It's like, oh, no, the game had an end. I, I just beat a final boss. I played That's a, great. I like just started up new game plus for the hell of it. And I ended up playing like another couple of hours of that game with not intending to. to because uh, it just felt so great at that point, I kind of couldn't put it down. But um, I don't know, maybe one. Armor Core Six is like my most would have been in my top five almost any other year. I've been doing this. Oh game. yeah, yeah. I think it barely made mine, or was it like number six on my giant bomb list. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, okay, I I think Pikmin Four is the winner though, because just yeah. that first credits really kind of does make it feel very much like a one more thing. And Absolutely, then, and then that all of our campaign is so. And just like an actual Columbo, it's not really one more thing. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for real. <laughs> yes, it's a whole spiel. Uh, okay, that Fantastic. is going to be our winner for that category. Columbo Columbros presents best one more thing parentheses ending winner is Pikmin Four. Runner up, runners up are Resident Evil's uh, Jet Ski Escape and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom's The Catch. Like it. All right. Uh, best in-game location, Mike, is our next category here. So I like it. Yes, frame that up. Okay. Uh, where do you want to start with this one? Best in-game location, you want to define that for people? Yeah, just like what's the best-looking locale in a video game? Yep. Pretty simple. Yeah, just the best place you one like to hang, you want to like hang out in. Well, not necessarily hang out. because um, my- well, not, not like personally want to hang out, but when you're playing the game, you feel good about being there. If I could hang out with it in like the theme park equivalent of it. Sure. So like... My first one here, and it's actually a game I play more recently, even though it came out early in the year, is in Dead Space, the remake, the Ishimura. Yeah. Gosh, that is such, that is an all-time great video game location. And it was in the original, but they really have amped it up here. It looks fantastic in the remake. I love that industrial sci-fi look, right? Mm-hmm. And they just absolutely nail that in this game. I love the I love the idea of a space station that's so big that it has its own tram system, right? Yeah, yeah, that's very and god yeah, that that um the look of it, the the design very strong. They did make a really good uh, uh lookout. Did I spell this right? Ishimura? Ishi. That looks right to me. Close enough. All right. Um, I put in Fandrana Drifts. Uh, I like a snow level. Uh, yeah. And I like, I, that's one of my favorite ones. Big part of that is the music for sure. Oh, no, we're getting, uh, the name is, it's right. <laughs> Thank you. No, thank you, Christian. I assume. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Fendrana Drifts. I, I, I like a snow level. I, like I said, the um, music goes a long way. You say Fendrana or Fendrana? I, I see Fendrana, but I could be wrong. I've only ever read it. Okay. So, I like it. Uh, drifts. Um, and it's... Uh, I don't. Know, I just like the way that those like ice birds fly over you. I like um, the, the the moment where uh, uh, Ridley Ripley Ridley Ridley, Ridley flies Rip, over. Yeah, yeah. Ridley fly, flies over and like establishes like. Well, the shadow's cool, but like it, the camera also it, it pans up and you like establish this whole area, and it just feels like nice and. I mean, it's an all time great snow level and cozy. It's, it's a fun experience, and it's like. It's in the meat of the game. Yes. There's still a lot left to do, but when you get to Fendrano Drifts, you are really deep into Metroid Prime now. Yes. It's good stuff. Um, So Spider-Man 2's whole map is fantastic. There's two places from it I really like the most. The Jazz Kind of Museum. Ooh, okay. And Coney Island. Oh, really good call. Yes. Uh, Coney. You know what? Let's make these separate. Mm-hmm. Museum. Yeah. Coney 
So Kanye, I want obviously more the main game thing. And it's like, you know, that's a way to make a walkie talk section kind of more interesting. Yes, I, I was like at that point, I was feeling very good about the walkie talkie parts in that game uh, because they made them all mini games and they all were like bespoke and felt different. And they had they had silly motion motion control sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. Um, I, that's like a really good setting that they made look fantastic. Uh, it's at night. Uh, they, they you do the fun mini games and then it goes wild. So you get to also have fun, do Spider-Man stuff in it. So it's I, I really like Coney Island. Um, the Jazz Museum was also like this really good payoff for one of the better side quests in the game as well. And I and, and then you go in there and it feels like someone like it felt designed by like someone who actually architects museums. Yeah, and like actually was a museum. You actually could learn things. Yes. You know, I don't know if you want to zoom in or make the text a little. Yeah, funny. I'll do that. Everybody, give me a second. Yeah, accessibility options. There you go. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Some oh. here. So yeah, I think those are two good ones. Is there um, anything else you wanted to shout out specifically? Uh, yeah, I had a couple more here. Let me just make sure that this looks good. Uh, I'm gonna make it a little bit bigger. Hey, there we go. Big boys. There you go. All right. Um, uh, the bar uh, level in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat one's bar level. That level rules. Um, that and the Johnny Cage levels are the two best yeah. levels. I'm not shocked that it, uh, the two that they showed off. Yeah. Because those levels do look fantastic. You're right. Uh, let's do Johnny Cage. Yeah. I mean, as much as I love Street Fighter uh, Six and look like it more generally, it doesn't have two levels better than those two levels. No. Actually. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So I also really like Johnny Cage's house. Yeah. They're, they're just. Um. I really liked it uh, in the bar when you get in the fight and people like start to look over a little bit in the background. Yeah. But also they're like, as soon as you stop fighting, they often turn back and go back to their drinks. I just like, it makes it feel like such like this outworld bar or whatever. Right. Uh, like I, this happens all the time. I like here. this bar even better than the cantina that's in um, Jedi survival. Yes. Which I do like, yes, I like that. Uh, I, but I think I mostly like the characters that are there. I, yeah. I you know, I do like that. Um, homeboy's room is in the basement. I always like the idea of having a place where you live above or below an where establishment. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, a place that even a place that people work. I had an apartment in Westerville when I used to live uh, in, down in Columbus. Um, that was basically right above a donut shop. You could smell it, and the owner would get mad at us when we go out on his roof and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know. I just I my, like that. My buddy had an apartment that was above a Cadoba for a while, and I liked. <laughs> I was a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Oh yeah, let's get some Cadoba. Of course, I'm let's yes. Cadoba. They're right there. But I think I agree with you that uh, I think I'm a bigger fan of the characters in the bar than the actual bar itself. It's a cool place, but it's uh, it's probably not going to play here. Okay. I wonder how what you're gonna think about this. The police station in Robocop Rogue City. Fuck the police. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that was actually surprisingly I good. I thought it was so cool how, like, man, because I just saw that movie for the first time. So it was so pretty vivid to me. And I was like, this is exactly what that looked yeah. like. I think there is something cool about, like, hey, it's that place from the movie, and they really captured that. And it's like, not necessarily like, oh, it's some iconic, of course, like, the Millennium Falcon. Of course, that's going to be one-to-one. -one. Right. But the police station, the RoboCop, I think that was going to be a place I could just walk around. And I'm, like, I'm like glad that they took it that seriously and did treat it like the Millennium Falcon in some ways, because uh, when when, they, when you go back to it, I'm like, oh, I actually do have a, a fondness for, like, right. the way 80s police stations look on film. Right, like all the wood paneling. The and wood everything. paneling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, like, just some... Um, criminal idiot sitting in the corner waiting to get there like, like brought in and all this I think stuff. my favorite we don't have a favorite side mission of the year but I think my favorite side mission of the year was when I had to like run just like the normal police like, yes. line as Robocop like what is your problem that, like, kind of yeah. thing. incredible moment like, like they're like 
talking about misdemeanors and just complaints. I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> I want, I need to go back and play that game I more that real game bad too. Um, I had a couple more I'll mention here that aren't going to make it. Uh, the dingy apartment in the beginning of Cyberpunk's uh, uh, DLC, like Phantom Liberty. Uh, I mostly like it because you hang out with the, the president and she's hot. Nice. So, yeah. You see the? You see it? You don't. You don't. At least you might. You might see it later. I didn't play long enough. We don't see it there. But she just. Yeah, you know, she's a pretty lady, and you feel like, oh yeah, I'm protecting the president. I'm cool. Uh, but it's mostly just a rundown abandoned apartment. Um, and then the island from Chia, mm-hmm. which I believe I'm not going to remember the name of. I think it's based on a real place, or is the real place, and I should remember it because that just means that I wasn't paying attention. Casa something. Yeah. Yeah, something. Uh, but it's a really good job of capturing that look and feel, uh, and should be shouted out she is great um okay so what we have here is new caledonia new caledonia thank you, thank you chad appreciate that brian corliss i appreciate you uh best in game location here's what we have ishimura from dead space Vindrana drifts from metroid prime remastered the jazz museum from spider-man 2 coney island from spider-man 2 the bar level for mortal kombat johnny cage's house for mortal kombat and the police station from robocop rogue city we need three. We need three. And a winner. Yeah, I'm going to cut uh, Fendrana Drifts. Uh, I, I like it. Like like Kenny Omega said, so we got to get the new blood a shot. <laughs> we got to give the new blood a yeah. shot. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and no one over 35. I like the police station, but yeah, fuck the police. Uh, <laughs> except for Grandpappy. Love you, Grandpa. Uh Okay, let's, you know, then, wait, one for Spider-Man 2, one for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Okay, I'll, can we keep Coney Island? I love the Jazz Museum, but Coney Island. Yeah, Island's Coney Island's cool. Uh, yeah. I, I was playing, oh, damn it, what happened here? My um, kid was playing uh, this the other day, and she needed help, and I swung over to Coney Island. I'm like, oh, yeah, this place. And I just got, like, excited about it all over again. That really is a standout for me. I like the bar more than Johnny Cage's house. Sounds good to me. The bar is fantastic. Okay. Um, and, yeah, Ishimura should definitely stay. Yeah. So... How are you feeling about like a winner? Because I like all three of these quite a bit. I like them all a lot. Maybe Coney Allen's not the winner. Yeah, it's definitely a standout, though. Yeah, so I'm glad it's here in the finals. It's, so Ishimura, I think, is the coolest looking place. The bar level is the place I wish I could go to the most. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm good with either one. I think I am leaning towards the Ishimura because I think it's got just a strong visual identity. Right. Uh, where else is Dead Space going to get some love, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Ishimura, let's, let's do it. All right. Nice. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, so our winner is the Ishimura from Dead Space and nice. the runners up Coney Island, Spider-Man 2 and the bar level from Mortal Kombat. Congratulations to Dead Space. Um, all right. So let's get to the best dick and balls and bibbity bits. Mike, do we even think about this one? Do we have enough to fill this oh, out? Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Sure. If we always figure out the dick of both. Somebody said best nudity. I decided to rename it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah this was this all Mikey. And then whoever said best nudity. Uh, yeah. Best dick and balls and bibbity bits. Why did dick and balls get just like put out there with their full like government name? Because well, I and have bi- dick and balls. I feel comfortable saying that. Uh, all right. Where do you want to start? I think I'll let you go first. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you. Baldur's Gate 3 has yeah. got a lot of these. You can see a lot of them, right? What not? Well, you know what impressed me about Baldur's Gate 3? Of course, when I made a character, I could see everything. Of course, yeah. It's pretty shocking to, like, beat this character, like, Shadowheart. She's, like, a uh, voice and all stuff. And then, like, you're in her inventory screen. You take her clothes off in the bed. And it's like, oh, <laughs> she's got a vagina, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that song was about. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I guess anybody I could just see them naked, I suppose. So, 
it's a it's impressive. There's not a physics engine, so everything looks kind of plastery, right? There's not enough on. Um, we have bimbies, but no jubilees. Yes, right. The <laughs> the jiggle physics are still over in Dead or Alive. They don't have that yet in Boulder Boulder Skate Three. It's um, it's still like like wildly realistic though. Oh yeah, you can have an uncut penis. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You have uh, the different penis types, different labia types. Is that yeah. the right word? I probably got that wrong. Um, uh, gross, disgusting man. Um, Baldur's Gate Three is definitely going to be a, uh, make the cut here. This is important work. I figure because it's one of the only ones I can think of that has a penis in it. Cyberpunk. And it somehow made like bestiality something everybody was comfortable talking about. Right, absolutely. It was yeah. like, huh? It's funny to fuck up. It's, it's like comfortable talking about it. People were like it. You're nuts for this stuff. You like, couldn't get yeah. enough bestiality. Like you thought it big when you pitched that. You you figure somebody's like. Well, we can't do that. It's like, oh, guess what everybody's favorite thing is. Guess what caused this game to sell 5 million copies in an instant? The bear fucking. Wow. Incredible. Uh, but yeah, the only other one I can think of that had a penis in it is Cyberpunk, so we'll go Phantom Liberty. Um, yeah. Um, it, it has better looking uh, genitalia for sure. Yeah. What's kind of riding on the coattails of the base game? Is there any genitalia improvements? You told me you can't see the president's junk. Well, so that's as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, chat, can you see the president's junk? Yeah, this is very important. Tell us about Joe Biden's penis right now. Uh, and then I, I believe we discovered that in Pizza Tower. Yes. There's a, he does like a, a, an idle animation where his shirt is off and his nips are out. And he's got like the rose in his mouth. Like it's some kind of Casanova. <laughs> so uh, Pizza Tower, um, that's, a, that's pretty surprising. Uh, I am impressed with that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to put Pizza Tower on there as right. well. And then... um. You see Nightingale's um, um dead, uh, very dead, pale, yes, gashy penis in this video game. Just got it. Don't worry. Um, so you know that's in that game. Yeah, he's running around with his butt out too for a while. That's right. Okay, let's uh, put that up there. So those are um, dick and balls. Yes, uh, I do have my adult games on uh, Steam, but I don't think. Many of them even came out this year because I haven't like been updating my my adult games as much as I should be. Of course, and that's my fault. I take full responsibility for that. For some reason, I downloaded and installed a game called Panty Raid <laughs> as a joke, and I was just in my Steam library installed it. I'm like looking at it, I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> I'm afraid to open it. I'll show you how to hide the games. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm afraid to open this. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I. I think I'm gonna have to pro probably listen. I'm glad we got Pizza Tower shout like shouted out here. But it's not. We don't see dick and balls. You don't nips. see the dick and balls. And man nips. Yeah, they're man nip. And like, listen, I, who am I to judge other than myself? And I'm gonna judge. I'd rather not see his man nips. Yeah, fair enough. Actually, he looks great there. More power to him. Yeah, but, good but enough. He's still but not like, gonna make the cut here. Yeah, your pants should have been off. Right, and we we definitely see they, this guy's butt now in Lake Two. Uh, that was and you, you, yeah, you, you see, see it all. You balls? see his dick and balls. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, kids, wake up. Come down to the store podcast. Where are you? Dad's talking about important shit. I want to keep it together. For so long. Yeah, you see his little Pepino. Yeah. I was doing so good. 
<laughs> and the problem is we looked at each other. <laughs> I looked you in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't anymore. Okay. Yes, a great yeah, good point. Oh. Cyberpunk's just, you know, it's it's not it's not doing anything different than its uh, originator. I think Boulder's Gate 3 is going to make Dick and Balls mainstream in video games in an a Yeah, I think way. people are going to start paying attention to Dick and Balls now because of Boulder's Gate 3. In the big video. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Baldur's Gate 3, <laughs> our winner of Best Dick and Balls and Bibbity Bits. Everyone, please remind us to do this category again next Even year. Even if there's not a single other game with <laughs> Dick and Balls and Bibbity Bits. <laughs> uh, next category, please. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Uh, do you want to you read the winners in the runner-up? Oh, excuse runner-up. me. Best Dick and Balls and Bibbity Bits Award uh, goes to Baldur's Gate 3 with the runner-ups of Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty and Alan Wake 2. All right. Finally, a serious category. Yes, I, I like it. Ooh. Oh, you got this. Jeff Bacalar presents least important game you played, but still kind of like a little. Okay. I got some I got some ideas on this one. Yes. Um in like we are doing this as Jeff Bankelar views this as unimportant, right? Hmm. I kind of view I view it a little bit as I think it's unimportant even. I think okay. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he probably would agree. Okay, fair enough. Um all right, well, you have some ideas where you want to start. How about Payday 3? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Which, like, a game I played, I was like, that's kind of fun. I kind of made it fun by pretending I was a murderous lunatic. But, you yeah. know, you get into it. And, like, everyone else is like, hey, this isn't even as good as this, the second one. And also, it's broken. I'm like, okay, I'm still having some fun with it. I'm glad I played it a bit. Yeah. But it's not important. God, there were, I did have, there was, a, like, a game like that, a multiplayer game that we played a bunch of times on Giant. What, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Uh, yeah, that was, like, a, a surprisingly good time. We hadn't played a lot of these, uh, you know, the the asymmetrical multiplayer horror games that are, right. that are very popular. Uh, this was my first one that I really spent any time with, and I was like, you know what? I kind of liked it a little. So what did you have more fun with, though? That or when we went back and then played Dead by Daylight? Um, it's all next. You know, I think I still had more fun with Texas Chainsaw okay. Master. I really did. Because you can upgrade Grandpa? Because you can upgrade gam- Grandpa. Yeah. I love the idea of feeding blood to Grandpa. That's like a good game mechanic, a good idea, like, on its own. Um, uh, but uh, Dead by Daylight's also good. Here's one chat. I didn't play this, but I think maybe you did. Dead Island 2? That's the one. Dead Island 2. Yes. I Now, I think... Jeff Beckler had a pretty good time with with Dead Island 2, but I bet if I were to ask him if he thought it was important, he would laugh. Absolutely not. (laughs) Dead Island 2 is a really good one. Thank you, chat. Um, Yeah, that was like a weirdly good game uh, after so so long between the releases. Right, that should have been a disaster. It should have been a disaster. It should have been like a Duke Nukem Forever, and it just is not. It's just a quality, uh, really good game. It's like something that would have been a rental back in the day uh, for sure. And st- kind of stands out still now. So another game you played that I didn't that might fall under this is Exoprimal. That's another one. Yeah, Exoprimal was one that I uh, diff like. Yeah, I bet back I wouldn't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that Exoprimal came out this year. Yeah, and uh, it, it's a game that I think most people would be like, that's not important. And I had a fun time with Exoprimal. A lot of people don't even like it, but I think it's a good game. Uh, like it's like a, a seven and, or or eight ish. Um, shooting a bunch of dinosaurs is just cool. I like it. Uh, uh, then um, Avatar, for sure. Yeah, yeah, Avatar's not a poor game, but I still like it. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Definitely. And then uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Uh, no, I think this is pretty good what we have here. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did. I did think about Fire Emblem Engage. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like yeah. borderline. It's, it's definitely not important. No, no. But but it's I, when I look at this list, it doesn't fit as well. OK, there we go. Yes, thank uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, that, that was the most I laughed this year was uh Real that whoever it was who pointed out that back guard looks like Mr. Slate from the Flintstones. Yes, I get a lot of Flintstone stuff on my Facebook now, by the way. <laughs> really, <laughs> my Facebook is like all Flint, it's like Flintstones and bald treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook knows I'm bald, so right? It's like, yeah, it's a million of those. Um, all right, we have Payday 3, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Dead Island 2, Exoprimal, and Avatar. I would probably remove Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's a good time. I I know Jim loves it. I love my level five grandpa more than my level four grandpa. Um, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The one who was a cop. Yeah, the one who was a cop. Exactly. Uh, how, how do you feel about Payday 3? You, you, I didn't play this. You did. Yeah. You like, said, and I watched you play it. And I had a great time watching you When play. I read the exact words here. Least important game you played and still like a little. Nothing, nothing <laughs> matches that better to me than payday three all right sounds good i think i'm gonna remove avatar i then. think that's fair uh because i think for me dead island 2 and exo prime are, are very similar to how you feel about payday three yeah no absolutely and this is a little weird because like none of us have played both of these games yeah um i mean listen i, I probably would give it to exo prime if you'd let me i will let you sir all right good yeah exo prime is definitely the winner here <laughs> i I will be interested. I want to show this to Backyard and see which one he thinks is the least yeah, important. Yeah, we got to get the input of an expert. Yeah, but for now, uh, our uh, unexperted <laughs> eyes are going to go with Exoprime. I don't know what is had to get the last second Sonic Superstars, but Jeff does not like that game a little. Huh? I like that game a little. I no. like it a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not important. No, definitely not. Uh, they released another Sonic game right after that because even they know. Um, all right. Uh, no, look at somebody added best uh, in-game location. Oh, like Jesus. Well, Coffee World looks like shit. I don't want to go to Coffee World. Okay, fair enough. It's a fun video game level. But uh, the karaoke bar from Alan Wake 2. There you go. Yeah, that's a vibe. Or the, that shitty sauna. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, I think that's going to take us to game of the year. How about a real quick break before we do that? Sounds good. We're going to get to that right after this, everybody. Well, you know, maybe we can read some Super Chats after that. We're going to save that, everybody. So if you want to keep sending mm. Super Chats, get to that. Mikey and I are going to take a quick break. See you soon. We're back. We're still doing Game of the Year. In fact, we're doing the Game of the Year. We're going to do this just like we did in the other categories. We're going to pick the Game of the Year. We'll have two runners up. So it won't, it's not going to be some long drawn out thing. We're not going to do a top 10, anything like that. If you want to get our full thoughts, they're, they're all over the internet at this point. Um, so, Mike, how are you? Like, what do you think is like a good shot to get in there? Where do you want to start? Would you allow me to get broader than that? I can, I, I, like, we could talk around for a while. Let me tell you how I really see this thing going down. Yeah. I think there are three possibilities here. Okay. Let's hear it. I think that there is this, this one kind of obvious choice, a good choice, perhaps safe, but one that we both like a lot, uh, makes a lot of sense, is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I'm already writing it. It obviously makes a ton of sense. A fantastic game. We both love it. Yep. Then there are two games that are very different, but similar uh, there is Pikmin 4 and Resident Evil 4. First off, they first have, they both have the number four in their Thank you. Wow. <laughs> the Vinci code over here. These are both games that, um, like, one was your number one. Yep. One was my number one. And we both, like, kind of kind of pushed the other to play it. And when they did, they were like, you were right. Yep. <laughs> 
you right like oh this is actually uh fantastic and it's incredible and both of these not getting game of the year love like a tears of kingdom is or an Alan Wake two or boulders gate three um so you know uh, like so everything else that like is in that conversation usually this year i just don't think we like as much as e these three games i think yes yeah like Agreed. these three games are basically uh, top three for both of us i think picking four is my four yep. maybe or my yeah, four, this, yeah. Is, this is top three for me so that's what I think it's actually going to come down to. Do you disagree? Is there something else you think needs to be really considered? I mean, I, 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 I mean, like, which was a, as a me and you kind of. Right. Thing. Yeah. I mean, like, no, I mean, I think uh, Armored Core 6 is maybe the best chance. Maybe Armored Core 6 was very good and maybe deserves some recognition. But, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Honestly, like, I have Boris Gate uh, 3 at number two. It's not like you hate Boris Gate 3. No, yeah, no, not, not at all. your thing. Exactly. And I think that's kind of, I think the prettiest. Yes. Right. I think similar. both of us really liked Alan Wake 2, but neither of us thought it was goaty. Exactly. Yes. I really, I, I, very big year neither of us thought it was like our favorite no game. I, it's a game i enjoyed playing for sure um i think you're right i think legend of zelda tears of the kingdom pikmin 4 and resident evil 4 that's the three right there what do you think happens now i think we talk about if it should be pikmin 4 or resident evil 4 yeah probably but, yeah i think we were so <laughs> I just had a surprise attack. Give me my best opportunity. Um, listen, it'd be very cool if Pikmin 4 won a game of the year. Well, Firescape was supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but then they, they fell us. The coward in my, my Mike Mahardy. <laughs> do it. God damn uh, you, Mike Mahardy. I can't believe how good Resident Evil 4 was. Um, I... I, I hate. I, I kind of cringe a bit when people are like, "This game changed me." Sure, <laughs> I do. I'm like, "No, it didn't." <laughs> but like, and it's like a bit of a like. I'm not really joking. I'm like, I don't. Oh, I'm not scared of like media anymore. I think it's fun now. Mm -hmm. I think Resident Before is really what just showed me is the fun in all this. Like, I used to be like, I don't understand why would people want to be scared? Why would people like things with with, with things that look uh, disgusting and gross and are like me and bad? And it's like, oh. I understand the kind of fun in all of this. I understand the kind of winky, haha. -ha, this is just all in good taste. Not good taste, but all in good fun. But, and, and I keep going back to it. I can't believe the pacing. I pacing know. is such an underrated thing that we talk about in a video game. Because sometimes pacing is dictated by a player in a way that a player can ruin the pacing. For Res sure. Resident Evil 4 makes it so that the player can't ruin the pacing. Yeah. Sure, there's some backtracking to do. There's even some parts where it opens up a bit and you can explore, like that lake. Even then, it's like after you're fighting a giant sea monster, so you can use a little bit of time if you want to to go around and collect a gold egg, maybe. Yeah, it feels uh, like it's uh, a good mixtape. We're like, oh, we're going to go high, we're going to go higher, and then we're going to give you a chance to come back down and spend some time. It's like thought about in the same exact way. Um, and it is the thing that I latch onto the most, the pacing, for sure, where it's like, I'm just going from one thing I love to the next, and it's so different, and yet still so high quality throughout that it, it, it amazes, excuse me, it amazes me. Um, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say that when I'm, like, 10 years from now, the game I imagine that I think I'm going to, if I were to go back to it, I probably would have the best time with Resident Evil 4. I think it's going to hold up better than any game this year. I think you might be right. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, because it looks good in a way that scales, so it's just going to scale... Um, I, I have not played a game that where shooting feels this good. Yeah. Because it, it's not just shooting, right? Right. It, because you have these parry mechanics, you know, the knife parrying. I know that's, it's funny, 
Like, it really does feel really good. Like, when you have a knife thrown at you and you parry it with your knife, then some, then you shoot that guy from far away with, like, your pistol. Then some other guy comes at you with, like, their, your, their side. You parry that away. You push him away. Get your shotgun out. Immediately blast him down. And there's three other people you're thinking about. And yet it all works. It all kind of flows. It's, it's a little bit like that Sherlock Holmes, like, thing. Like, you mm-hmm. see, like, it all. And you're making your plans and your moves out. I, uh, for me, the Pikmin 4, you know, uh, that scene in Forrest Gump when he talks about like me in the military fit like like a round peg and a a sort of circle hole or whatever he says. Uh, That's how I feel about Pikmin 4, where it just like fits so well in like how I think about games, where it's like, here's some tasks, here's some cool ways to accomplish the task. um, And then here are a bunch of like strings that are going to pull you out into the world to. Uh, 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 to tackle those tasks in new ways. And we're going to give you even more abilities. And that's going to make, give you, um, you're going to have more capability. Then we're going to make the challenge higher. And that's just, those two things are just going to sing alongside one another throughout the whole entire experience. And it's really well done. Um, I'm at a point where, I'm, I'm won over by Resident Evil 4. That happened when I played it, and I was like, man, that area, it is as good. It, it, it was my number three for, like, in a really surprising way. I'm like, there's no, yeah, it might be my top ten, but that'll be sort of a pity thing for Mike. And then I'm playing it like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, what the hell? This I have more fun playing this game than just about anything else. It's so well made. But I did like Pikmin 4 a lot. Oh, it's Again, great, yeah. Well, not just a game I didn't think I cared about, a series I didn't think that I cared about. Yeah, it, it does, uh, it really kind of uh, helps to, I think, um, open up that franchise in a way that it never had a chance before. Uh, it's 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 so well done. I, I love Pikmin 4. I would love to give it Game of the Year, but I, I love Resident Evil 4 too. I really do. Mike, let's just pull it. We do it? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Give it the Game of the Year. Oh my God, I'm so happy. I was like, hey, I was going to totally... I was I wasn't I was not coming in here like I'm gonna hardline make sure it's Resident Evil 4. I was totally okay if it was Pikmin 4. Absolutely, but I really do love this Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Connor Wood points out the real winner all along the game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the winner is the GameCube. That's right, Prime Remaster. I mean it kind of a good year for the GameCube. Yes. Uh, and another game awards. Uh, episode where a podcast ends without anyone mentioning Starfield. Oh my <laughs> god. Sorry. Not to like, you know, kick us down. Well, you know, we did make fun of Redfall. Can we do that? And yeah, yeah, there uh, we go. Uh, you know, Redfall. Hey, yeah, uh, seriously though, like people are saying it, just one of the best years ever, maybe the best. It was, yes. especially since I've been doing this, it's the best year. Yeah, and you, know, you realize it's like, when people talk about best year in games, they want those games where it's like, here are the five games everyone played and everyone agrees rules. And there's other years where it's like, oh, a bunch of people played, like, well, the Giant Bomb top 10 list. Like, man, people like like so many different games. In a good year, it's it's like, no, we, we all want to be talking about these same things. There's so many great games to talk about this. But year. then there are, like, those games you can find there. Like, oh, for Chance sure. Scenario. Chance of Scenario, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, 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 like, fills it out, and that actually does put it over the top. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, do you want to read the game of the year? I would. I love to read the <laughs> game of the year. Game of the year for Game Mess Decide. Uh, Royal Rups are the legend of Zelda. You know, we didn't say anything about the Tales of the Kingdom. I feel bad. We, everybody kind of like, yeah, of course it's good. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. But it even is better than you expect. Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about Tears of the King. I mean, there was weeks and weeks and weeks where we talked about it. You're right, though. It's a standout. It's <laughs> and there's choice. Street Fighter 6 and Honey Pop. Oh, well, Honey Pop every year. Of course. So, game of the year, runners up. Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and Pikmin 4. But the game of the year... Resident Evil 
Four. Yeah, go play it if you haven't. It's really good. I know, like, I'm. Then I, mean, I hope I'm not coming across as memeing it the way I like like it so much. No, I, it's, it's fantastic. Yes. I mean, I was memeing the like, oh, I've already played that game, <laughs> and then I played it. I was like, okay, no, uh, <laughs> clearly. I mean, on that plane, beating it, having that that um, in credit song play, mm-hmm. like. Man, that's that was such a good experience. It really. Right. I know, yeah, and that yeah, I know that like, I was teased right. That and credit song rules. Oh yeah, that, that was uh, the that was Bacalar's worst take of the game of the year. It <laughs> <laughs> was like that. that oh, that's embarrassing. Like no, yeah. that, that's great. That's not real. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hammer says, but I did play it, Jeff. The year was two thousand. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> now I don't annoyed by that. Don't do that. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, this sucks. It's the worst. You shouldn't talk this way. People shouldn't get away with this. Absolutely. <sighs> All right. Uh, you know what? Let's do some super chats and then we'll get out of here. The only game we've been playing is Prince of Persia. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna make this big again. We'll go. There we go. Where did we leave off? Uh, Shiggy's. Uh, no, Ali Miracles. Yes. So Luis Garcia said, never forget Redfall. <laughs> uh, Decent setting. Are they still trying to fix that? No, it's not. You think they're still trying to fix that? Yes. Uh, they they still try. I don't know how long they try. Doug Munn says, hey, GM Duders, with the hype around Ubi for Prince of Persia, where's X Defiant? Last I heard was it was delayed on October for certification, and it's been radio silence. Yeah, that's a good, really good point, Dungman. <laughs> I don't know. That was – I remember people like, oh, this happens sometimes where, like, certification gets weird. It'll probably pop up in, like, two days, and it's been months. Um, that game has a lot of fans because there's a lot of people playing, like, the alpha and beta uh, periods. Um, I don't know. It's Ubisoft's Call of Duty. I guess we'll see eventually. Man, Banner's right. I've been having a good day. Good day to be a Mikey. Good, good, good Mikey day. Good Mikey day. Tyrant says, you love Neon Way and Titanfall, so great movement and FPS is important to you. Must check out Swarm for Quest. Crazy great feel, no motions. Okay, yeah. Listen, if you're going to compare it to those two games, I will be right on board. That's Swarm for Quest. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, like, like, so like VR makes me sick. Knock on wood. I'm so glad I don't get like just first person game sickness yet. <laughs> like that would bump me out so much. Yeah, I got a lot like um, Chris Johnson over at Player One Podcast. He always tries to deal with it and it never really works. Somehow, a Sea of Thieves though doesn't bother him. He's played like yeah, a thousand really hours of that. Interesting. So, as we read this one from Nick, uh, B. Treatment says at this point in the last console gen, we knew kind of what the next gen would look like with ray tracing. Any ideas about the next gen homework? A la PlayStation Six. Yeah, maybe ray tracing for reals. Yeah, ray tracing <laughs> for real. They'll they'll come up with some other buzzwords. Um, honestly, they're going to be in a shit place if they try to make eight K work. Um, maybe they'll talk a lot about things like DLSS way more, like on the box. They'll find a yeah, maybe find a snappier word for uh, it. Honestly, that apparently the rumor is is the PS Five Pro is going to make a big deal about Sony's version of DLSS. So who knows? They, there will be some new thing that we're not thinking of. The entire was says, what do you all predict will be your top three games at the end of the year, including stuff that hasn't been announced, has a 2024 date? Prediction right now, I uh, would, here's my, yeah, here's my prediction that I feel somewhat good about right now. Prince of Persia Lost Crown, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and the next uh, 3D Mario game. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know. The same answer. And then Benji Bop, uh, oh, so, excuse me, Fancy Frank first said, let's be real, you guys are my game of the year. All, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. And then Benji Bop says, PSA, Fancy Critic Draft is 12 p.m. Eastern Sunday. That's right, everybody. Yes. Our Fancy Critic Draft. Uh, and if you want like, to make sure you're there on time, if you're a podcast producer, I'm going to be doing, well, you have to be to participate, everybody. Uh, I'm going to be doing a Q&A for Game Mess on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. 
we'll kind of just roll right into it. If I'm a little late, we'll still roll right into it. It'll be like 11, 11, 05 when I start that. Then Mikey O'Leary says, a good day for Mikey's is a good day for all Mikey's. Rise up. Let's rise up, Mikey's. This is our year. This is our month. Sorry, Jan. <laughs> January, more like Mikey wearing. Uh, all right. That's great. That does it for the Super Chats. If you get any more in here under the wire, we'll read them. Thank you, everybody, for the support. Thank you, uh, uh, all the podcast producers. Thank you, all the listeners. Uh, if, if you uh, listen to the show and you're not a podcast producer, we still love you. Tell a friend. That helps the show grow. All that stuff. Thank you to, to you, Mike. We had a great time doing a podcast Thank with you. Thank you for hosting and letting me come bum around drink your uh, gay Bud Light. Right, anytime. It's my favorite. Um, all right. Uh, if, what do we, how do I normally end this show? I just ask you, like, where... where well, normally music plays and then, like, we talk normally, then the music gets flatter, we panic. We say we're gonna skip out of here, though. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a great one. Okay, all right. Well, uh, everybody, skip into 2024 just like this. Look away! Where's my mouse cursor? Bye, everybody! I'm going to go pee. All right. I am. All right. So Donald Woody says opossums and possums are different. So the, the ones in North America, are they with an O or without an O? So I've seen a possum in my life. And when I see that little fucker, do I go opossum or just possum? Oh, that's what I thought. I thought the one the one that I've seen is with because it's North America with and the O is capitalized. It's so easy to remember, drum kid. Okay, North America is opossum. All right, cool. Yeah, they're both pronounced pro- possum. Yes, I, I'll still yes, Jason. I will. I'll still say possum. Um, Australia is possum. Are they similar? Do they look similar? Are they uh, basically the same thing, but they just live on two different continents? which I re- recognize would still make them very different. They both hang out on trees. No, they're not. Okay. Okay, so now the, the real question. What what the fuck is Rocket Knight? Is it a opossum or opossum? Or something else entirely. Uh, Mike yells fr- from the bathroom. He's an opossum. Okay. Fair enough. Kind of looks like a possum. To be fair. Our possum. <laughs> I hate this. This sucks. What? What's wrong? <laughs> just this whole thing with the possums and like trying to... Well, fit. It really fucks you up to learn about what, those possums? They're just like, like trying to... No. Learning about it's fine. I'm glad. Hey, teach me whatever you guys want. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, give me a Bud Light. Give me a gay Bud Light, please. Dude, uh, gay Bud Light's <laughs> I just hate t- like trying to have a conversation where it's like, oh, this word sounds exact- exactly the same, and I confused myself. I can skip. Do you want to see it? Can you well, first? Can you skip?
Uh, probably. How far does it? Uh, just go straight. Yeah, go straight back there. They'll they'll be able to see it. Yeah, that's good. He skipped. Oh, turn, 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 wait, skip. Joe, come back. We're running the light. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's easy. Did people not skip? Yeah. We didn't have a hard time skipping, apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be surprised if I couldn't skip? Let's be. I, 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 if I had to like, bet money before you die, I would say, I think you can skip. Let's this offer off. Oh, wait. Still. <laughs> Jeff said skip like Shannon Sharp. Skip! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chat, chat like that. That is Christian. That's 100% skipping. What are you talking about? I don't know what you guys are doing in RG. <laughs> <laughs> Roger says that's terrifying. That is how I feel. Skip. If you were to skip at someone in public without warning them, I think they would be. Okay. Horrible. So at the end, when the show is over, we should book it up and skip together away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We got it. All right. Um, let's see. We're going to do super chats. Let me sure. Yeah. You let me scroll for me if I'm going to read them. Yeah. Let me actually just make it bigger for now. Okay, that's good. Um, anything else I should make sure? Oh, skipping! That's wait, is that Cran? That's good. That's, that's good. GB Cran. <laughs> okay, uh, you ready? What's that? Kind of guy do my cool one hand open. I don't think I did it. I've been trying to do it more because you did it. I'm like, I can, I can usually get it. But sometimes it's sometimes like it's, yeah. a little aggressive coming out. Mm -hmm. All right. Getting back into it. Ready. All right. Let's bring this up. I just like talking about how I like that game. Me uh, too. Yes. I get one more gig by life. Sounds good. I am going to get this going for everybody. Let's fade in here. Actually, that's not the one. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm drinking slow. I'm a <laughs> the Oppenheimer cell got you, Brian. Yeah, I'm glad. That's, I mean, that's honestly how I've been feeling about games recently. That moment, like, it's that song shows up a lot on TikTok, the Can You Hear the Music song. And it's like, some games invite you to hear the music, and, uh, and then some games are like, we're going to play the music for you. And you can listen to it, but we're not going to invite you in to hear it. Uh, gross. Is this populist? Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I want to do not dance to the music. That's we're not gonna do game of the year first, so let's just scroll down first and get to it. I'm gonna bring it up because all you need is Mikey. Oh, I see, right? Pretty good, huh? That's pretty good stuff. I'm very impressed. I saw it right here on screen. It looks even better on camera. It, it it's cinema. Camera. It's cinema. I know. All right. Um, I think we are good to bring it what back. What other franchise should be? What other franchise that had a good 3D like transition to just be brought back to 2D and be made a Metroidvania? I am. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Chat, you ponder that. <laughs> Rocket Knight or Rocket Knight never was 3D. Although, Metroidvania <laughs> Rocket Knight. I, I'm, I, when you start talking about Rocket Knight Adventure again, I never really played that much. It was like, oh, I'm surprised it's not a Metroidvania. <laughs> good work. Yeah. A Legacy of Kane. That's a good one. Mm. Uh, that'd be good. Duke Nukem, sure, why not? Legacy of Kane would be a fantastic uh, Metroidvania. Yes, that, and that's a perfect fit. They could just make, make it exactly like Metroid Dread and you're good. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, let's get back into it. I don't know why I'm snapping. I think I'm just trying to get my brain to work. Okay. You feel the mic shine. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get set up here. Thanks for hanging out again with us, everybody. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Bibbity bits. What games did I play? What? Jam and Earl 2? Jam and Earl 2. That's game of the year. Sauna. Okay, that looks good. I like Coffee World enough, Christian. Well, for Spoken would have been a good one. I didn't play it enough to decide that I liked it a little, though. For Spoken Game of the Year, let's go. Oh, yeah, kind of would. I'll, we'll send them a trophy for best dick, dick and balls and bibbity bits. <laughs> He's laughing from the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, man. Maybe just a cake. It's just uh, one of those cakes that's like a a, a, per, a person's torso with boobs on it. The Dick and Boulders Gate Award. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get make sure I have my games here. Let's take a pause and be... <laughs> I laugh at myself. Uh huh. All right. I'm not going to log in. So let me see here. Let's go to Giant Bomb. Let's Wait Google. I, I need to remember what games I played. Giant Bomb, Jeff Grubb. Well, don't forget, we're just, we are, we're, we're not doing five. I think you know the ones that you're considering. Oh, you're bringing up your literal top 10 list. Yeah. Just, like you have some like, doc, master document. Uh, well, I do, but I'm not, I don't need that. No. Uh, okay. All right. So what are we doing? What, uh, what, you want to do like top five or, or what? Or just what, pick one and have a, like two runners up. How do you want to do it? I think we can do that, honestly. That works for me. Like, you know, like no one's going to be like, well, we got number five, everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> These assholes spent 10 minutes talking about dick and balls and bibbity bits. And then we won the number five and we're very proud of that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yep. Good point. <laughs> okay. Let's, I think everyone uh, knows what games we did like. Uh huh. All right. Let's go ahead and bring it back in.